myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tears Day, February the 21st. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribing so you can chat with us, and a five-star review wherever you're hearing us. Please and thank you. The boys are in the house. Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? Oh, well, I saw World War III is trending on Twitter. That's always a good sign right before the show. I like to see that. So I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Anything could happen today. <laughs> That's one of, I feel like it trends eight times a year, like National Donut Day. Yeah. There's like 14 of those, which I'm not complaining about the war or the donuts, but it feels like we get it kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Mick Man's in the house. How are we feeling, Mick? As long as there's no war on donuts, I'm fine with all of this. Mm, what if World War Three was the war on donuts? I know what side I'm on. It's the right side. The far right side or the uh, like the, far, <laughs> the the right donut side? Uh, just just for clarification, like how uh, Democrats and Republicans switched sometime mm. around Lincoln. Uh, if far right is pro donut, listen, that's where I'll be. I saw someone someone on TikTok was breaking down Frank Reich's name, and his Frank is oh. his name is like Frank Michael Reich the third. So he's technically the third Reich. So that's Panthers Nation. Let's ride. Let's Reich. Um, Yikes. Let's hail. Uh, <laughs> good grief. We'll, uh, we'll get to coaches soon. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, we've got much bigger news to discuss, boys. Patrick Beverly. He's going home, school. Uh, the biggest signing of the year. We were all wondering when it was going to happen. Second biggest signing, uh, but we'll get to oh, Myers Leonard in a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know unless you want to unless you want to get to him now. I, I don't know if that's official yet. Everyone told me I can't get mad about it until it's official, and the Bucks actually tweet about it. So I don't think I don't think they've tweeted about it yet. So it's not official yet, I guess. So maybe they're being cowards and they don't want to tweet it. That's what I said. I called them out for it. Like they they tweet other ten day deals. Why won't they tweet this one? I wonder yeah. why. I wonder why. Uh, paperwork. It's a technicality, school. It's like when uh, whoever just hired Kendall Browse when they finally did it, they did it with a picture of the entire family. Mm -hmm. TCU. Yeah. Baby. yeah, TCU. <laughs> TCU, thank you. Uh, they were like, oh, you can't boo all of us. And everyone was like, yes, yes, we can't. We have five times as many people to boo. We was really just going to say fuck Kendall, but. Now everybody can get it. Uh, yeah, you dragged them into this. Not put names to faces. Yeah, not, not our fault. Scoob, uh, your thoughts on my... Should it become official? Should it? Maybe it comes official uh, during the show. No. Oh, if it's on, if it's on ESPN. Well, that's what Once I Woj said. went live with it, I figured it was... That's what I said. Once Woj went live with it, it's official. Everyone's like, no, no, no. They don't tweet until it's official. It's like, okay, guys, we'll see who's right. We'll see We'll see when that tweet comes, probably like midnight on Friday or something. <laughs> News dump. Does it say in here, like, pending physical or pending... XYZ. He's been resting that ankle, I, I heard from Sham. So that's that's been the last three years. That's why he hasn't played basketball, the bum ankle. And no other reason. 
since uh, they've been monitoring his progress for over a year. So they've been making sure he's doing his uh, community service. He's going through all the slurs on Twitch. They're like, yes, yes, he's progressing nicely. He's uh, he's to the D's now. He's just working through it like a phone book. Uh, Myers Leonard out of the NBA since March 2021. And also check this. His last game was January, like early January. So they, Mar, they're trying to make it seem closer than it was. I ain't buying it those two months. After uttering an anti-Semitic slur on a video game live stream before rehabilitating a post-surgical nerve damage on his right leg. Signing a 10-day contract with the Bucks. He wasn't even good when he played. He averaged like five points oh. a game. Like, why, why do we need him? Oh, a floor-spreading shooter. You could put me out there, and I could do the same <laughs> exact shit. I bet people would be just as scared of me as they will of Myers Leonard out there. So There's no tape on, Scoob. They'd yeah. be more scared. I'm like P.J. Tucker out there. Put a headband on me and just a round mound of pound. And be scared of and me. Just, and eight <laughs> pairs of shoes uh, per game. Scoob J. Tucker. Yeah, they'd be like, why does this guy have so many shoes? He's on a 10-day deal. <laughs> one for every day. That's right. So, yeah, they had an open roster spot, wanted to bring in a big man with his shooting ability and playoff history. He played 28 playoff games <laughs> in his seven. Come on, man. Can we see the Myers-Leonard postseason? Uh, maybe he just had a crazy 2014 no, run Yeah, like, that we, I forgot about. No, he about. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He had a, I remember he had a 50-40-90 season of like eight points a game. He got a big contract. And then he said some bad words. I, I guess there's one, but... Uh, playoffs, let's see. Yeah, let's see. Where was the play? He played in 28, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, seven points in the playoffs. That's crazy. Look at that. Let's see this. Can we see the game log? Of course yeah. we can. Career playoffs. Here we go. <laughs> Where was he? Portland? Yeah, Portland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Didn't play at all. <laughs> the first. So are they including these in the 28? Because they shouldn't if they did. Uh, is that a plus one there? A plus two? Oh, then a minus three. Wiped it all out. <laughs> so he, <laughs> might as well not played. Uh, <laughs> then, the, oh, two double. Oh, is that a 13 and a 13 game, Scoob? Wow, 13-13. I feel like most guys you huh? said to a 10-year deal can do that, and they don't come with uh, the baggage of being Hitler. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say the bum ankle. That's why he was out. Only the ankle. Oh, he's got then, more. He's got more. Yeah, he does. A lot of inactives. A minus 14 in that last one in the 2017 playoffs. That's... He's trying. That's something. Uh it was the middle of all these games. He's like, man, I may I start playing video games or oh, something. He had a 30-point game here. Wow. Did he? Where? Right here. Who? Was this Portland still? Um, Let's see. Let's scroll. And see. Yeah, scroll. Let's see to the... That was with Miami. Of... That was with... Nope. That Wait. No, that was with Portland still. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. The series, they got swept by Golden State in none of those games, Matt. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. The boy did go crazy. Um, Props to him, yeah. Didn't play. Played eight minutes in a series. Did it. He's been inactive 158 games. Play, uh, playoff game. They should have put that. I was going to say, this was all the bubble. 
Uh, these dates are good. As the, I'm just picturing someone like 50 years from now looking up playoff dates, being like, 9, 10? What? What's <laughs> happening then? Uh, are there yeah, three the, playoffs in one calendar year? All our, like, the, the only play I remember him making in the bubble was not kneeling for the anthem when the rest of the league was doing it. That was all he did. <laughs> it was a bad ankle, man. Come on. <laughs> Couldn't get to him and Jonathan Isaac. Just physically could not uh, bend the knee. Well, look, the Bucks needed this, apparently. They, they, they need a new Serge Ibaka, someone that's going to sit there and be mad about everything. That's what they need. The old Serge Ibaka's sitting right there. <laughs> like, uh, Tony Bradley just got released so they can make room for Patrick Beverly. I'd much rather have Tony Bradley. Not a so shooter, but... playoff experience, Withers? I don't know. You've got me there. <laughs> you know you got me there he's had a, he's, he's had a long road back uh, to the nba since playing his last game in january including a one-week suspension boy they really threw the book at him uh fifty thousand dollar fine for the anti-semitic slur in an interview that aired last month also why did he have an interview that aired last month because he was making his his tour that's when the he got, started doing workouts so that's when he did the the interview I get that, but why does Jeremy Shop have to care about that? Right. Why you, you see what I'm saying? That's just what they choose to do. They don't have to. They don't, reporters don't have to report on anything. They choose to do it. Someone tells them. Someone tells them in a group chat, like this is what you got to report on. Report on it. If you don't, you don't have a job. Second plane hits the tower. Reporters, the New York Times, like, yeah, all set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who signed a ten day today? Um, <laughs> Literally, you know, Fabulous just released an album. I'll write about yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> Blueprint One, what y'all think? What y'all favorite tracks? They're uh, calling it Blueprint One that day. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be as good as two or two point one. <laughs> Trust me. Uh Leonard told Jeremy Shap on ESPN's Outside the Lines that he didn't know the meaning or history of the slur he used. Do we buy it, school? Do we buy it? No, because it's the classic, like, you used it in a bad connotation, so you knew it was a bad word. So your 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 cop is, oh, I didn't know how bad? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was medium bad, like the C word. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was aiming for the chest and shoulders, not a headshot. My <laughs> lord, I'm an animal. <laughs> yeah, saying he didn't, it's like, you knew the intent, you knew which way you tried to use it. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, okay, if you didn't know, what did you think you were saying? What did you, right. what's your definition of this word since you mm -hmm. clearly don't know? I don't know if Shap asked those. I haven't, I haven't seen the interview yet, to be honest. Uh, what, uh, what else does it say under there? And this, he just worked his way back. There are absolutely no excuses for what happened that day, Leonard told outside the lines. And ignorance, sadly, is a very real thing. Sounds like an excuse. I'm not running from this. But I did not know that it happened. What? I mean, what is <laughs> I am not running from this. But I did not know that it happened. So it wasn't supposed to go down that way that day. It's supposed to yeah, go differently. I thought the guy would immediately hear it and start sucking at video games, and I'd be back in the mix. Uh, 
After suspension, traded to Oklahoma City, immediately waived. He sought counseling from two rabbis in South Florida, met with several Jewish organizations on a frequent basis, learning more about anti-Semitism. I felt like I had just destroyed my life and everything I had worked for, to be honest. People had every right to, I suppose, make assumptions about me. Assumptions? People are going to have to, in the media, comment on this. And I understand. I do. Why was he learning about anti so They should have been teaching about Semitism, like pro-Semitism. That's what I would have been teaching him. Nah, he was like, I'd rather learn about the anti. That's more my... Uh... <laughs> Where, where's the Crystal Knock books? I got <laughs> I've anything started, on that? I've yeah. already started down this path. I don't want to go backwards and then pick a different path. Let's go deeper down this path. I said, you better go handle this and show people what's in your heart. I, man, please, I don't want to see nothing what's in Myers Leonard's heart. Please. Uh, I thought it'd be easier to be dead than it would be to deal with what just happened because I want everyone to like me. I don't hate anybody. I would never intentionally hurt anybody. Okay. Uh, it goes into his stats. <laughs> okay. Again, <laughs> I can't unsee it. Once I saw it pointed out in any, like when somebody gets arrested for like sexual assault at the end every single time, and they always, always throw it in. It's like, you know, he averaged 5.6 points, 3.9 rebounds. Very relevant to this matter. Is that an NBA statement at the bottom? Yeah. Since his use of a derogatory and unacceptable term in 2021, Myers Leonard has been held accountable and dedicated considerable time and effort to understand the impact of his comment. He's met with numerous leaders in the Jewish community and participated in community programs to educate himself and use his platform to share his learnings with others. All that may be true. Does that mean he get to play basketball again in the NBA? Apparently. Apparently it does. Takes one team. And Scoob's Bucks. What if... See, aren't you glad you didn't go support this last week, Scoob? That's exactly <laughs> what I said. They, if I would have went to that game, they would have used my money for that. And thankfully, they did not. That was not my mm -hmm. money spent, so... Mm -hmm. I, take, I can't imagine... No, go ahead. I think it was bought from a third party, so it didn't go to the team. Good. Mm-hmm. Should have stole the ticket. Really show them what's what. And uh, is this just a trend? The Haslam's are going to own the team, so this is the kind of stuff we can look forward to. Maybe so. Maybe so. Is there anything under there? Is there any more? Uh... Nope. Just uh, just back to Pat Beverly. Oh, I, I guess we could talk about it. I don't think he said anything too crazy. I don't know. We might scroll <laughs> down here. <laughs> Pat Bev meeting with, uh, I was like, the who leaders? Um, <laughs> no, but they're LSU fans. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Jalen Brown is like this comment. Uh, Pat Bev finalizing a deal with Chicago Bulls. Uh, as agent told Woj, but we completed Tuesday. Bulls waving Tony Bradley. Yeah, homecoming for Pat Bev, who actually hasn't been playing. He had a really slow start and has been playing pretty well. So I was kind of surprised to see him go there, man. I thought he might be a like a heat. Like I know they were looking at guards. Russ went to L.A. I guess that means John Wall to the heat. I, I can't report that with any confidence yet, but when I can, I will.
It, it, it's weird because he said he wanted to go to a, a playoff contender. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to do a playoff push. Not sure the Bulls are exactly the team for that. Uh, play-in contender, maybe. But, um, so we saw how crazy he goes for the play-in. Mm-hmm. He might prefer that to the play <laughs> to the playoffs. And there is no Lonzo, so there won't be any shortage of playing time. Lonzo just got shut down for the year. Feels like one the right move and two the only move. Mm-hmm. Like what? I don't know what other move is going to be. Like yeah, now he still he can't feel his right leg. We expect to have him back first of March. So. Go Bulls! I don't. Where Rivers at, man? Like are the Bulls? Are, I don't think this is technically a bad signing, but you're pushing. Like you're you're going in for what? Nine seed. You don't eight think seed. So this doesn't push him over the hill. This doesn't make him six seed, four seed Bulls. Hit that. Let me see those standings total. real quick. I, I'd say no, but I feel like we we look at them every single day, and every single day they change. No games have been played, but uh, <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah, no, they have they, fallen since we last looked. They have lost six in a row. Could Pat Bev stop that streak, McMahon? I think so, and I think it's. I think we overblow every every off season when there's a free agent, the homecoming thing. So it's nice when a guy actually does do it for even just for a buyout. And I think he he came out and said Golden State also offered him. Um, and I think people are like, why wouldn't you just go there? Hey, Golden State stinks this year, so it's it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> if I'm be mid, thing. I'd rather be home. Right. And oh. like they do have Jordan Poole. Dante DiVincenzo's been playing really well for them. Chicago definitely could use a guard, even without the Lonzo news. Even if Lonzo were to come back, it's not like you are immediately gonna play him 35 minutes. Maybe they would because they're not the brightest organization, but they shouldn't. Um so yeah, it's it's a nice little homecoming and plenty of minutes for him to go just uh, snag. Yeah, people are saying they should have blown it up. The thing like they don't have. I think it's a top four protection mm-hmm. on that pick. So if they were going to blow it up, it should have been like you can't get in the top four now without some lottery luck. So of course they still could jump up there. So I think they're going the other way. Let's try to make the plan. Do they? I don't think they get past the Heat. Hawks, who knows, dude. Wizards, Toronto, do they get one of those last three, four spots for the play-in? Two games back as of now. Do we see them getting in? I don't I don't know if I do. I really don't. I think those teams, those four teams above them, even the Hawks, I feel like the Hawks. Even the Hawks? <laughs> hey, hey, Trey Young tweeted what? I don't get a, a learning adjustment curve? I'm giving him the learning adjustment curve. Second half, Trey. So... We will see. Also, I thought about this with the All-Star game, too. It used to be much more closely. Like You'll never split it exactly 41 games before and 41 games after. Teams have played 60 games. <laughs> is that why load management is a quick? Because guys played 60 games before a week break? They also, they, I mean, they brought the schedule so close to, like, the beginning of October when it used to legit be November. Like, it was... Maybe you got like a tip off Halloween or or the thirtieth, but they've brought it so early into October now that, and they just haven't adjusted the All Star game at all. It used to be like NHL, NBA, All Star game, and the Pro Bowl would often be on the same weekend, and now you see how far those are spread apart. Um, 
like even the trade deadlines used to be kind of back to back. NHL, I still don't think said their trade deadline, which is and they started even before basketball. Which I, was like, I know they start yeah around the same time. <laughs> I feel like All Star got pushed back when Super Bowl got pushed back. Like now, this yeah. every Super Bowl is the second week of February. All Star week pushed it back. I feel like did the NHL NHL do anything where they just like it is what it is? Because I feel like that would have been the maybe the proper move. Um, yeah, I can't remember what they did. I'm pretty. They probably just did. It is what it is. They might have been like, let's let's, and I can't even remember if it lined up this year, but in my mind it did. Let's sneak Pro Bowl weekend because we know no one's watching that shit. Maybe is it no one's watching or no one's watching for the NFL? I feel like even still, like the Pro Bowl festivities is probably the 38th highest rated show in America right. this year. Oh, March 3rd. It's March 3rd. The deadline is for NHL. Okay. But they just had all-star break, right? Yeah. NHL yeah. all-star break. Okay. And NHL's hard, too, because every few years there's the Olympics. And, like, half mm. the teams just have to shut down because they don't have any players. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's so funny to me. My strategy, I'm going to draft only American players. It's like, listen, you let them go in for their country. We stay here and uh, make up some ground. <laughs> Rangers going on a run. Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. The backups uh, still whoop us good. I I didn't. (laughs) I didn't plan for that. Um, It is just sixty games. There's twenty two games left. Yeah, that makes no sense to have that many games left after the All Star break. And it makes sense why they have load management. Now that you put it that way, that's a long, long time. Three-fourths like of the season. Yeah, like I think they still may... St- is it last week of October? I think it's when the first games. But it does, I feel like they push it up like a couple days. And so it's like basically from November to February, they're playing 60 games. It's like, here, rest for a week. Play 20. And then play the hardest games of the season. Is this, is this what the people want? Is this what the players want? Uh so I thrashed his fan briefly before they left for reasons I forgot about. What are you gonna say? Yeah, nothing nothing happened there. Um mm-hmm. when when do you think they should move if they should move the all-star game, when should they move it to? Because you know they don't want to compete with NBA playoffs or NFL playoffs. So week eighteen. The more I see the NFL numbers come out. I wonder should the NBA like I not even look at them as competition, honestly. It's like we're not gonna win this. Right. Like the people that are gonna watch the NFL, they're so far and ahead of us that should we even really be looking at them as competition? It's like, man, oh man. First take doing numbers, man. We gotta switch around our schedule for first take. It's like we're not even really <laughs> at this point, we're not even playing the same game. So yeah. should we if anything, I'd say just start the season later. Just push it all back. Like if you start the season out middle of November, if you push just everything back, could you still do the All Star break at the same time? And that way, it hits it forty five games, forty eight games, instead of fifty eight to sixty games. But I'm, I'm. When, when would you guys change it? If you would change it, I would just do it at like the halfway point of the season. You got 82 games, you do it at 41, you know? Maybe. That's the, I think that's what puts you right in smack dab NFL territory, if you're still looking at the... Yeah, I mean, the NBA is already kind of, like, cowered to the NFL, and I think it's the wrong move. Because, like you're saying, if you're 
if you're giving them inches, like they've given them uh, Christmas, they've they've given them Thursdays up until the NFL stops staring on Thursdays. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> though those aren't like. I think they should completely be going the other way. Thursday night NFL games, by and large, fucking stink. Uh, they should be putting on like marquee matchups because they know people will be in a sport watching mood. So it's like, yeah, let's let's put this on. Um, so it's a, that that's always wild to me. I almost think Christmas is such a marquee day for the NBA. I know so many people want to start the season on Christmas. I've always thought that was a bad idea. But if you went Christmas being like the midseason tournament that Silver's always wanted. I'm not saying have a midseason tournament, but make that, yeah, this is the midseason directly into All-Star break, and then you come back at the top of the year. I could see that. Or I, I don't know. The midseason tournament just upsets me. Uh, right, but they, they want something just, to yeah. like draw more attention to the middle of the season because they do have... Uh, this reputation all the first half of the season doesn't matter. So if they do think we need to draw up as much excitement for the middle of the season, yeah, make the middle of the season the actual middle of the season or closer to it, like you're saying. Even 50 games, not 60. And right. put keep the trade deadline where it is. I don't think that should happen before All-Star game, honestly. I think it should be after. Um, but yeah, if if, it, if Christmas is like, here we are, Here's our all-star game right after it. So it's like New Year's Eve, maybe. And then you don't come back until, I was going to say a week later, but that's a tough date. Uh, <laughs> but around the 7th, let's call it. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, take back the 6th. Um, <laughs> and this, I mean, as to what Niels was saying, the NBA didn't really concede much. I think the NFL was just like, we can take this too. Like they realized terrible football gets better ratings than primetime basketball to the point that the NBA didn't do uh, didn't do TNT. They just did it on Tuesday right? for a while. So, like, the games always stink on Thursday, and they still get ratings. And then what, Friday football's coming either this year or next year. No. So, no, it's not. Oh, Amazon, I swear to God. They, uh. did, they did Black Friday football this year. The NFL don't test out nothing one time that they're not looking to make a thing because it always does numbers that's i already got football fatigue boys i already got it there's too much it's on too much during the week i agree but the country does not so if the mid-season like all-star was around christmas when when would you have to start the season like start of october get get like all of october all of yeah, november I mean, and some of december gonna, before, yeah i think if you were gonna really push the season back into November, December, they should have done like they had the prime opportunity with the COVID shit and they couldn't mm. wait to get back out on the court because the owners claimed they were losing money. Um, so they really have nowhere to fault but themselves for that. They could have easily like they had the draft, like the bubble players got out of the bubble. They were like, all right, it's draft time. I was like, what? What are you talking about? It's like two weeks later. Yeah, in some um, leagues tomorrow. So yeah, so they had their chance to like really get this on like a a normal schedule, uh, or a new normal schedule, and they they opted not to. So yeah, I would middle of October. I think is pretty good because so many teams are done like mid April. So a lot of teams like yeah, we haven't played in five months uh, right. <laughs> at that point. So. 
I'm okay with the beginning of October. Uh, I think that's, especially if you want to move the all-star game up, take that, that week, that end of football season right there. And then now you're ready to go once football ends. It's just the thing I wonder is if like the people, like that's banking on people still being in sport mode. People ain't in sport mode. They're in football mode. Right. It's like the, like the people that they're not, a lot of them aren't going from like, oh, the NFL's done now. I'll watch the NBA. They're like, no, give me the XFL. Give me, it's people watching all draft tape. It's like, you don't even have a team, man. Why are you watching? Why are you watching Western Michigan's draft tape, man? You got a, a thread? You doing a thread on this? That That's where <laughs> I think they need to, they need to go back to what they did in the early 80s. They need to identify two marquee guys. Because I know they've been talking to NBC again, so we might be getting NBC, NBA on NBC back. But I do think you need to target one East Coast team, one West Coast team. Right now, I'd probably pick the Bucks and the Nuggets, and I know the, neither of those teams are on the East or West Coast, but they're Eastern Western Conference. <laughs> I'd pick each of them, or, or even the Mavs, if you don't want to pick Jokic, if you want to pick Doncic because he's younger. And you just, just like they did with the Celtics and the Lakers, one of them plays the early game, the other one plays the night game every week. Drill superstars into the American public. Because right now, you're kind of giving them free range. And if you ask the NBA too, by the way, on a global scale, they're far outdrawing the NFL, like by a shit ton. So I don't know that they see this as necessarily a problem. I think people who sure. still focus on ratings, that is kind of an antiquated way to look at it. It's really only soccer that does NBA numbers on all social media platforms. Everywhere. Yeah. In this country, yeah, the NFL will always be king. I do not know what's going to change that internationally people don't give a fuck about football they don't even call it football they don't even acknowledge the name so it's like are we uh, does the nba even see this as something they want to fix i don't know if they do need to see the nielsen's like jam that's i can't get <laughs> jam thought it was nielsen i'm crapping jam for still thinking that was a nielsen rating i thought about uh, that all weekend i was like he thought it was the nielsen ratings what would that even look like what would that even mean when it showed for us we'd be much worse at it much and we weren't that good at it uh, to start so definitely ain't that many nfl fans in china brazil yeah nfl is i think that's where they're expanding like that's why we're getting germany games and mexico city games and all that and we'll probably next 10 years i do think they're we probably have a football team overseas as crazy as it would have sounded at one point it's like they're just again the nfl is not really into the dipping toes just to dip toes well that's why it was so surprising it took this long to go to germany because germany apparently has always been the only place in europe that's given a fuck about football england really doesn't care they do it for like the novelty but they don't right. actually give a shit. That's why they show up in like generic jersey number like 72 <laughs> for not even either of the teams that are playing. In Germany, they were like, yes, we know every rule. You don't get to explain shit to us. Let's go. So, yeah, it's surprising they have, like, I guess just because it's England, like Germany. Is Germany even a smaller country than England? I have no idea. We got to ask Frank Reich the third. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw those German Chiefs fans doing the chop. That was a little dangerous. So some of them were enjoying, they were enjoying it a little too much. A little too much. You see the arm go up and it's like, cut, uh, cut. Uh, cut. Uh, there were a couple of them getting a little lazy with it. I was like, you guys better, you guys better do it right. You better do it right. 
is is the NBA more popular internationally than football, like American football? And that I don't, I know that like the like their social media platforms, like their team accounts, Instagram, all that do very well. So I figured that is a nod for international. But I don't. It was a hundred and what fifteen million people watched the Super Bowl. It was hundred. It was either one hundred five or one hundred fifteen. Yeah, can we see how many people watch the Super Bowl this That year. feels Scoo? so low. I feel like it used to be a larger number, but it's always the biggest number you've ever seen. I, <laughs> it feels low to me. People are out on football. One hundred thirteen million. One hundred thirteen. Estimates from hey. Nielsen. We trust Nielsen. Today, today. Um, <laughs> And I think it's a good, a good point about Pickle. Like the NFL having a day is so big for the brand, and also red zone. Like the NBA just doesn't have a red, which makes it easy to follow along some of every single game. Like if you, I'm, yeah, we say go. I was gonna say I think they view Twitter kind of as in, in like in TikTok mm. and Instagram as their red zone because it's like that's mm. where most of their fans. I think if you asked all these leagues outside of the NFL, they'd want the NBA's fan base because it's younger. That's why I mean right. we spent the other day talking about all the the VR shit that which like who's asking for this? The kids who have like the Iron Man mask that they can command like Jarvis and <laughs> does that shit for them and they're playing Oculus and stuff. That's who they're aiming for. These right. other leagues are very far behind in that regard. Yeah, why is it like they've tried something on NBA TV? It's you can cut into a game for you know a second or a quarter, but it's just so much easier for Scott Hansen to be like, hold on real quick, let me show you this 86 yard run, and then a couple minutes of Patriots Jets than it is. Just, here's a quick dunk by Ja, here's a good three by Steph. Here's a so I, I get the logistics of it, and even that, yeah, league pass. Is not, they're not doing themselves any favors with League Pass, I, I should say. And you mentioned Denver earlier as a market. Have they got it figured out whether people in Denver can watch Denver? That was like a thing like the last two years. <laughs> that's a place. That's for a lot of places. Like one of those blackouts where like you can't watch yeah. the local team in your area. Like how does it even work? That makes no fucking sense. Love to grow the game. With with the MLB, I think if you live in Iowa, you just can't watch baseball because you're surrounded by so many markets. It's just all blacked out. Like you just can't watch with Chicago, baseball. Kansas, all of the AL Central. Uh, who we'll get <laughs> yeah. to today? It just had you blacked out. So this is a Des Moines yeah, so, baseball fan. It's like, man, I, is Cecil Fielder still with the Tigers? Man, I, I ain't seen him on my TV in so long. Is uh, this Mickey Cabrera guy? I hear good things about the Rook. Uh, League Pass barely work, barely is putting it, putting it kind. Well, I do. Then Pickles also said um, everyone who reports on the NBA hates it, which is also, I think, a, Correct. a, a better point almost because, like, we were just talking about how football's taken Friday. They don't even have a day anymore. It's just football. Like, it's just on. Like, their days are the draft and the Super Bowl, and then all the days in between. Uh, those are all their days. I. Steven said he eight hours away from some teams. He's blacked out from seven teams. That's where are you at, Steven? Like, is it Iowa or where, like? Because if it's happening there, it might be happening other places. Probably. And I think one of the NBA, not even a mistake. Like they've tried, and I think it's succeeded for the most part to make it a year-round league. Like you have the end of the season, you get a little little break, then the draft, then the summer league. But free agency has become like a thing. 
like July 4th, around that time, free agency. And I think the NFL is just like, why can't we do that? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't we just take, we don't need to be year round. We're, we're week round. If we'll give you football Sunday, Monday, not Tuesday yet, but you're talking about the Monday football. And then they're going to bring in Thursday, Friday and Saturdays for the playoffs. And you still have the draft free agency, not as big a deal NFL wise, but maybe it is with out coaches now getting traded quarterbacks on the move. So if they're just trying to take the year round thing as well, maybe the NBA just goes to 82 games in a 30 game, just play all 82 in 30 days. Just avoid the NFL at all costs. Me reporters want to go viral for dunking on KD. Everyone wants to go viral for dunking on KD. <laughs> if you like, but, but yeah, good. well, it's like the the MVP debate. Every year, I feel like people are hyper fixated on this year. Every year, it's like let's only talk about why everyone doesn't deserve it, and I'm guilty of it too because I do it with Embiid. Um, but it's every like no one's been deserving of the MVP in real time Ever. since <laughs> what, like KD. Was KD the last person? People were like, this is correct. I'm trying to remember because yeah, Russ... Can we see NBA Russ, MVP school? Russ people push back against. Harden people push back against. Jokic people have pushed back against. Maybe Giannis. I would say Giannis, Giannis is probably... At least the first one. The second yeah. one, I'm, I, there was definitely pushback. Um, but I'm trying to think who else... Steph. Yeah, yeah I, I think... Yeah, probably one of Giannis. Probably the... F- First, I, either of Giannis's man, the the numbers are better in two less minutes. <laughs> Giannis from year one to year two, and he couldn't win three in a row. That's just not how we do it. The uh, unanimous stuff people push back against because they were like, "Well, no one's ever done this before. We're going to give it to this guy." Yeah. Then the Russ was only pushed back. Correct. Harden was. I feel like the pushback was like, he should have six. The people that think he should have won is like, this should be a sixth. That's the pushback. Why does he only have one? He should have had six. Giannis was a run and dunk merchant. Hey. For at, at least the first one. <laughs> uh-huh. I distinctly remember a lot of three-pointers. He reinvented the game. They moved the line back because of him. That's what I remember. So it, yeah, and this year, whoever, like looking like Jokic, he's in the, lead and people are going to hate it. So I, I think it's definitely some to the the coverage because Which, there's like there are good people that cover it and like the NBA, but it feels like they're few and far in between. I was going to say it's like Nikias, uh us. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm shaky. On, no, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd count me. I don't know. Um, this Myers Leonard knew really? Man. <laughs> um, but like I was thinking, of, I've been thinking about the Yoke one a lot since it's so much. It takes up so much of the conversation. I've been thinking about it, and I've seen people be like, "Well, they've gotten it right up until social media," and it's like that's that's just not true. Like yeah. otherwise, Michael Jordan would have had ten, and like he did not. So I know they got two wrong. At least in the nineties, they got two wrong. Um, but the one that goes viral all the time, one none of us have ever seen, is the year Wilt averaged 50. Everyone who sees that, then Bill Russell won that year. 
everyone who sees that's like, this is the stupidest shit ever. Wilt clearly should have won. But yet the argument right now is Jokic can't win because we know he's not going to win a title. First of all, we don't know that. Second of all, Wilt didn't win the title. The guy who won the MVP did. So either they got it right or Jokic can win it this year because you truly believe it doesn't matter about the winning. It can't be both. It, you can't just be picking and choosing your arguments based on the guys you like the year it is. That's not how this works. If you don't like the sport, yes, it is. <laughs> if you don't like the sport you're covering, yes, it is. That's exactly what it turns uh, into. And it was one of, the, I don't know if it was like 61, 62. It's the one where it was like Wilt, Elgin, Russell, and Oscar, I think. And it's like whoever finished yes. fourth was like triple-double Oscar Roberts with like 9.9. Rebounds or something. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, this, this is the year this uh, he averaged 50. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Russell first with 19 and 24. Rebounds merchant. And five Will assists, <laughs> which in modern stack keeping was probably like 12. I was like, he's like second up here on the list. <laughs> well, Oscar's got 12. So. No, I, I know. And his is probably right. like 20. Like on with modern <laughs> stack keeping. <laughs> Imagine the assists back then. You just. If he touched the ball at all. Uh, You'll yeah, also there's... see uh, two blank columns next to assists because they didn't track steals or blocks. So I'm going to make the bold proclamation. Russell was averaging a quadruple double, but continue. I think it's like Wilt was probably triple double status himself. Right. Uh, listen, Oscar might have been. Who's to say Oscar wasn't getting 11 steals a game back then? Yeah, finishing might've. fourth for, for Elgin Baylor. 38 <laughs> points, 19 boards, four and a half assists. Only played 48 games, Scoob, because he was in active military duty. <laughs> active military duty. Well, you can only play weekends, right? I think so. Because <laughs> he was stationed in, like, Washington State. And you talk about load management. These guys were giving it their all. Look, look. Who's number eight there? And why is he only playing 28 minutes a game compared to everybody else at least 42, man? What is this? Five, hey, he, was he, was on, he was on death's door. <laughs> Russell had too much help is what I'm seeing. Uh, <laughs> they, were, they were letting Bob Cousy out of the nursing home on the weekends to play. I was like 33. I was like a caveman turning 33. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to do that, man. You're supposed to live to the ripe age of 21. Like everyone else. And I got a picture of Bob Cousy at uh at this probably age thirty-three. That's thirty-three-year-old Bob right there. Look at that defensive stance. Lock it up. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, said you watched the Russell documentary, right? I did. They're talking it's one of the one of the championships and they they throw it back to the old time he announcer and he's like and Cousy dribbles dribbles it out with his patented left handed dribbling and he's just <laughs> running. <laughs> so high. and nobody got shit for it, man. They like no. yeah, switch screen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I could have been Red R back in 1932, man. I simply so would have gotten the good. Yeah, I simply would have gotten the good players. The part where they talked about uh, Russell went. He was drafted second, right? Or mm -hmm. yeah, drafted second. And they told the whoever's picking first, it's like, hey, we will send you the uh, ice capades as many times as you want. Yep. If you don't take Bill Russell first. And he said, deal. It was a bigger draw. They got more money in there. 
<laughs> Those say, listen, he was like, it was a great deal for me uh, personally. Now the team, who's to say? <laughs> Koozie, thirty three, get out of here, man. <laughs> forty two minutes. I, I can't get over like the forty two minutes, and that's the wild part. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, it's like there's <clears throat> Koozie uh, sneaking up on me. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like in between 42 minutes back then and the load management now. It feels like the extremes. Right. Because it's easy to point like Jordan. There's something like Stockton missed like two games over like 17 years. And to what you were saying earlier, like can you set up a Milwaukee or Boston or Denver, whatever matchup with load management of the day? Can you set a set with some guy like Jokic, knock on wood, Jokic is pretty durable. Like Giannis is pretty durable. But for the most part, I feel like that would be the pushback. They would say, "Low, you don't even know who's going to play. Scoob can't even show up to watch uh, Jason Tatum play. I, I was going to have a great day that day. I was. I do think that's where the NBA has to, they have to eliminate back-to-backs. They have to eliminate mm. three games and four nights. Like they, if they want, if they truly say like, yeah, we think this is a problem, which I think it's a little overblown. Other people think it's underblown. Um, that's what you're going to do. It's like, yeah, the Friday premiere games, you, we know you're not playing Thursday. You're not playing Saturday. Those aren't travel days. Like it can be done. I, I, I find it yeah. hard to believe it can't be done. And the NBA has got too much money. If it's, if it's arena issues, cause you're splitting them with a, a hockey franchise, get a new arena, like be serious, <laughs> be a serious league. I'll, yeah. I'll say, I think that's most of it. It's like, they have to. Schedule like some, I think it's like the Lakers. It might actually be like most West Coast teams have like a backlog schedule. It's either backlogged or front logged for that reason. Because it's like, yeah, now we've got to get these shows out in LA and sell out the Chase Center and Staple or whatever it's called now. And to their credit, I think they eliminated four and five. They've cut back on three and four, but it still feels like too many times it happening at all is too many times. Correct. Back to back, I just wonder if they would like start putting a minutes or games qualifier on awards. That's why I wonder if you would get guys because I can't remember what like the players union. They're saying guys want to play, but the training staff's holding them back. Other side, like people arguing the reverse. But if you say, "Hey, okay, it is what it is," but if you don't play sixty games or twenty four hundred, whatever it is. You're not eligible for All-NBA, which plays with your money. You're not eligible for MVP, which messes with your money. All-Star feels tougher to do, but if you split it and say, hey, it's 40, 50, whatever games, if you haven't met this threshold, you can't be considered. Because there's no way they'll ever be like, yeah, you you have to play 60 games. It's like, no, we can't make you play, but we can say if you play less than 3,000 minutes, we just can't consider you for this. And I wonder how much effect that would have on guys if they would start to to suit it up or not. Like I was, I was, I was an average 41 minutes a game for his career. I wonder why he was shooting 41%. The man was exhausted. Literally exhausted. And they were doing all that, going to the line, and they were getting stabbed on the way in. They had to <laughs> pull the knife out of their ribs at the line so they could shoot their free throws. That was the Paul Pierce. Uh, but yeah, it was... Uh, a different style of play because I just don't, I just don't think they're ever going to cut games. 
I just don't see it from 80, not even from 82 to 75, not to 72. They're just not going to give up that money. Like, you can complain all you want about, hey, we'd be making more money if Giannis played, but you're still pulling in a haul if people are just showing up, parking, concessions, all that stuff. So I don't think those will go. When the midseason tournament comes, is that part of it? Like, do you cut it to 75 and then add the midseason tournament to make up 82? I don't know, but I just don't see the games cutting. And whatever, if you cut it to 70, they'll still load manage. If you cut it to 60, they'll still load manage. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, it's, we're seeing some of the best ball we've ever seen right now. It's like, yeah, guys playing 41 minutes a game, all 82. Maybe that was, maybe that's why everybody fell off at 32. It was out of the league at 33. It's like LeBron is, you know, 20 a year, but Kareem did it. Kareem was like, yeah, I'm going to take care of my body and not play 45 minutes a game when I'm 38. So, Chris played all 82 of the year. He was stabbed. There wasn't no load management back then, Fender. He didn't have a choice. It was in his contract. It, it literally. Uh, it might have been our back still uh, fudging the numbers back then. Back in the day, they would take money out of your pay. You didn't play the game. And you already had worked double. So, let me, can you tell me, who's leading the league in minutes now? Um, I just want to see what it's. It might be Tatum. Missoula does not take that guy out. <laughs> I, w- I would legit. I was like, before the game, I was like, Tatum would be my MVP choice, but his coach is coaching. And I feel like those guys, like M- Michael Malone did it with Yoke. He's like, yeah, you'll play 20. But to the guys, it's like, yeah, if they want to play, they'll leave him out there. But I thought it might be a, yeah, I know you want it, but let- let's let them run themselves out. I, I would guess the Raptors and the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, Siakam, um, yeah. <laughs> The whole um, the whole starters. I think it is Siakam. I'm only seeing, I'm seeing. Is this? I don't know if it's average, but I'm seeing thirty seven point six five for Siakam. So I think that is yeah, average. Prob- yeah, look, yeah. Can we take a look at the, or the leaderboard uh, by that? That's probably accurate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> what site this is. I don't know what I'm looking at here. <laughs> on minutes.com. Um. <laughs> I'm on Hispanos, <laughs> HispanosNBA.com, actually. Minutos. Uh, <laughs> basketball reference. Uh, <laughs> he's at 37.6. Rozier's at 37. Donovan Mitchell's at 37. Tatum. Kyrie, Van Fleet, DeJounte, Luca, Harden, and Mikael Bridges. All those guys, like that's leading the league, and that's 36. That feels like a, maybe that's what you should be, like the upper limit, because even 37.6 feels like a lot. What's the perfect number of minutes a game? Me, I'd say 48, because real hooper. But uh, where's like, like Jokic, Giannis, I know they play like low 30s. 30 to 33, I would, I would guess. I would say eight minutes a quarter is 32. Yeah, they're not, not even here. I just all in my head. I was just saying, yeah, because eight is close to 10, and 10 is close to 10. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> if, it, like a scale, like eight a quarter, maybe some, maybe dependent by the game, but these guys are so routine-based. It's like I like coming in and out at the same exact time. It's like we're up 40. I don't have to put you back in with four minutes. It's like, yes, you do. My body will break down <laughs> if you do not put me back in at the, the three-minute mark. 
probably number 30 if you got depth. If you got, like, that's like the Steph MVP, Giannis MVP, if you got a t or if you're so dominant in those 30. Here we go. Here we go. This is the Ant-Man. So he, he the one talking about, hey, why these guys not playing? Because he got here playing 2,200 minutes. Who's, uh, who's behind him? We'll, we'll take a break in a second. Uh, Julius Randle. Interesting. That's right. Interesting. That Bridges, Tatum, Mobley, Vucevic. I know Rivers likes that. <laughs> uh, Vucevic, Simons, a lot of bulls <laughs> up here, as it would appear. Maybe too many bulls, but guy with the knee injury, they're like, "Yeah, you need to play more." Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to realize why Lonzo can't walk. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we need to pray for Vucevic, man. Uh, Jesus. Dinwiddie up there bringing up the rear brunts, and those guys used to be teammates, man. Also, Bridges, if he plays out this season, is going to play either 83 or 84 games because he got traded from a team that had played more games than, <laughs> than the Nets have more left on the schedule. So it's only like the second time it's ever been done, which is insane. You would have thought it would happen more. I hope it will happen less, man. We guys shouldn't be playing 75. <laughs> Nonetheless, 80, is he too durable, school? Some are saying that. Yeah, I like a guy that could take a, a rest. It's, it's like when a UFC fighter doesn't, their coach won't throw in the, the towel and they're getting beat up. You got to know when to throw it in for your boy. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know if uh, Chris Finch or, I know Tibbs don't have it. Like Julius Randle and Brunson, that's, that's a wrap, but... If they were to just say, hey, 2,000 minutes, that's just the threshold for the accolades or whatever, 2,000, 2,225. Like, give guys some slack for injury, of course, some slack for load management. But it's like, yeah, you can't get into all NBA consideration unless you've hit 2,200 minutes. I don't know if it'll work, but it feels like tough. this is not work. Yeah. I think it's yeah. tough because you, you would, like, I think immediately of the NFL when they have, like, you have to score 10 touchdowns, and then it's like guys aren't getting played by their coaches because the GM right. told them not to put them in. So it's like, I don't know how that works with the cap. I know it's different per sport, but... And then it's like, what if someone did suffer, like, a like KD, Achilles injury, and, like, right. then they come back a season and a half later, they only play 50 games. They don't qualify, but they were clearly the best player in the league. That's... That's where I don't know if like set marks need to be there or, or what. But I do think some consistency from voting on the awards would be nice because there isn't any. So that's why it opens up this kind of debate for MVP when it's just like, yeah, we don't we don't really know what the qualifications are. Before Russ won it, you couldn't be a six seed. That just wasn't even an option then they opened up that door now it's like all right Giannis only won two in a row because he didn't win a championship yet then he wins the championship but you've already given the mvp to someone else now that guy's about to win his third but only two other guys have won three straight so you can't give it to him because of the historical precedent so it's like yeah but if he's the best player having the best season why would that matter and if the other options for mvp also haven't won titles how are they better options that doesn't make any sense it's tough it's tough you know what's not tough hmm? 
direct TV. No. Uh I'm, No, uh, I was going to do the uh, Ben Simmons uh, direct TV thing, but no. I I would like to take a second for the break to tell everyone about some new pals of ours though. Oh yeah. Scoop and I was talking about this before. He said, "What is Hello Fresh, man? What is Hello Fresh?" I said, "I'll tell you, school. I'll tell you what it is. It's farm fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on Hello Fresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit." Scoop, I saw you talking earlier about the. Uh, it's just too expensive to go to the grocery store these days, man. It is. It costs $250 for my trip the other day. It goes up every time I go. It's not that's good. Why you gotta get, that's why you got to get HelloFresh, man. You can skip that extra trip to the grocery store and the long checkout lines and do more of the things you love. Let HelloFresh take care of dinner. Mick, man, you're, I feel like you're our resident chef. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you got your HelloFresh kits yet? I not this time. I mean, hello fresh, longtime pals uh, of the program. So we've we've had some fresh back in the day. It is crazy convenient, and it's there's nothing like seeing a giant box outside the door. Like it's 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 basically Christmas morning uh, every time every time it shows up. It's super simple. They give you really truly fresh ingredients, um, and it's like even even if I am like a master level. Sh- Jeff, if you're uh, a dumb dumb and you need everything spelled out for you, HelloFresh does exactly that. Yeah, exactly. They list it out. They get it's like it's it's like the opposite of buying something from IKEA. IKEA they just shove a bunch of stuff in a box and then draw a picture of you standing like this, like build it. HelloFresh is like, no, no, this is packet number one. Use this. This is number two. Use this. Turn the stove on. So it's. It's if if cooking is intimidating for you, but you wish to actually make fresh food and not just order takeout every night, there's nothing better than HelloFresh. I would say that also, the, like the portions, like you mentioned, uh, the ingredients are fresh. But even like shopping to what Scoob were saying, it's like, do I need a, do I need a whole head of lettuce? I'm just trying to make like one <laughs> right, thing. Right. They're, they they yeah, like, food, got it down. food waste is a real thing. Food waste Absolutely. is a real thing. So if you're trying to cut down on food waste, if you're often throwing out food like that you've bought, want to use, just don't know how to utilize fully, HelloFresh is the best for that. And I, oh, Liam said promo code Trill. No, no, no. You've got to go to HelloFresh.com slash Withers65. Withers65. Use code Withers65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, I say Withers 65, Withers and then my age, uh, this day and time, <laughs> Withers 65, use code Withers 65 for uh, 65% off plus free shipping. It's America's number one meal kit. No. 65% off? I had to make, that's why I was like, is this sure? Did YC feed me the wrong line? During a recession? Yeah. During a recession, they're like, hey, take this free food. Yeah, that, guys, guys, let's be serious. Let's be serious. If you're not getting this, you're you're burning money. What are you doing? Literally. And if I had but one gripe, the boxes, they're a little big for an old man with my a 65-year-old man with my back. You see that the big sciatica. thing? And it's cold too. Yeah. I gotta just kick it in the door. Uh oh, they've got the dry ice with, uh, packets in there, which I feel like we could do a whole show on dry ice and trying to figure out what kind of <laughs> demon magic that is. 
once everyone gets our Hello uh, Fresh kits, I'm just gonna do the show. With, I'm just gonna hold the dries and see if it <laughs> see if I can shatter my arm off like Jax in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, I think they would like that. I think the people would like that. So HelloFresh.com slash Withers sixty five. Withers sixty five. Get you two thirds off, man, and free shipping. Again, they're giving it away. I feel like you can't afford not to. So I'd leave the people with that. Uh, let's take a little five-minute break. We got some AL Central Division Baseball to preview. So five-minute break. Let's get some thumbs up going on the YouTube. Subscribe and chat, please, and thank you. And we'll catch everybody. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday, hour two. Thank everybody for tapping in, tapping that thumbs up on YouTube, subscribing and chat to talk with the boys and myself. As promised, we have some MLB to preview some AL Central division. Where do we begin? Let's pull up our, I guess our was a, a prospectus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Standings. The AL Central. How how we starting it, boys? Top to bottom, but we, we went bottom up yesterday. Yeah, we yeah. went bottom up. Bottom up works. Mm-hmm. Get the stink out of the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. but... I mean, there's a lot of stink in this one. Listen, yeah. I, we got spoiled with the ALEs. I was looking over <laughs> stuff. I was like, I think any single one of the ALS team, AL East teams might win the AL Central. Or right. at least wild card, at the very least. I guess we'll start with our the Kansas City Royals. 65 and 97 last year. But this year, they're projected to go 62 and 100. So, <laughs> it's a new GM. They fired their old guy, but they promoted basically the old guy's top lieutenant. So, Ooh, a little coup d'etat. I love that. Well, <laughs> They were. I feel like people were kind of excited. Then they were like, they looked at the offseason. They were like, this is just what the old guy would have did. So he's texting him. He's like, hey man, you really got to make this move. Trust me. Yeah, no, I I like uh, Kyle Isbell. Uh, ESPN's got their starters. ESPN has them twenty eighth in pitching. So it's bad. It is really bad. It's not good. Uh, They got Granky. Resigns that Granky. And I know Brady Singer's name, so th- <laughs> there it, is that. Is it for uh, good reasons, though? That's the question. I, I either traded him or traded for him on the show. I'm not sure which. Um, but that's looking like the one and two. What do we make of these Royals? Uh, I do know I like Big Sal Perez, one of the better catchers in baseball, one of their bright spots. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr., one of the younger, good uh, shortstops. And I think MJ Melendez is pretty, uh, he's pretty good, a young guy. And Fran Mill, I didn't know they got Fran Mill, so that's interesting I didn't know signing. they got Fran Mill either. That's, I love Fran Mill. Yeah, me too. Uh, Very interesting signing. Fran Mill, I mean, his, his name is literally the Franimal. He's had some of the farthest balls I've ever seen in my life. Was he Padre? Uh, Where was he before? He started with the Padres. He was traded to Cleveland. Last year, Cleveland waived him after the, uh, after the trade deadline, and he ended up in the Cubs. I feel like he was fine for the Cubs. I mean, he was, he was really good for Cleveland. He only had that one down year, which was last year, and they just kind of gave up on him, which was surprising. I still don't know what happened there. Um, I, I, free swinger, obviously, but 
was surprising. Was he the one who was he hurt a lot that the year they kind of cut him loose? Or did he have eye issues or something? I'm th- I'm thinking of a different uh, guard. I don't remember Well, Fran Mill and Franchi uh, Cordero were both in San Diego at the same time. Um, I like San Diego. So that, yeah, then they got rid of both of them, which I still don't care for. <laughs> um. But yeah, Framil's a, a good swing for them because if he refines what he had two years ago, he's instantly the best power hitter on this team. Um, Bobby Wood Jr., previously top overall prospect in baseball, so it's it's kind of just his team and go. I know people really like Nicky Lopez. Uh, Hunter Dozier's still playing baseball, which is is good. They signed to Roltis Chapman, so it's not all uh, all good vibes here. Feels like a move the old guy would have made because I'll I'm, his name's Dayton Moore and I shouldn't know his name but I remember he was right. the one thinking about taking I can't remember the guy out of Oregon State the pitcher who like oh, pitcher right, of the right, year right. but just had the hellish of hell tier yeah allegations yeah. and he was the one guy that was like but he can pitch so <laughs> if his lieutenant was at first move was like let's bring in a Rodgers Chapman that guy can pitch wouldn't surprise me but. Yeah, the three I saw was like, this is basically, it's on Bobby Witt, who, a base stealer. I think he went 20-30 last year. You know I like a base, and like 30 bags last year and the bigger bases and pitch count this year. And was that his rookie? So 20 home run power as a rookie. I think it was, uh, Nance said, does he have some 40-40 potential? I'm, I'm a sucker for some 40-40 action. 40 dingers is a lot, but. 20 your first time out. Played 150 games as a rookie, so maybe. I got to see the bad dip, but. He's a smaller 30. guy, too. He's not that big, so only 200, he, 6 one, 200. That's not that big. Always trade for him on the show because he's fast, and I, mm-hmm. is he just the, the Drew Stubbs honorary fastest white, in, <laughs> fastest American white? No, 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 no. He's better than that. Who's, Okay. I thought I thought you were gonna say Trey Turner's faster. Probably, I mean, obviously, obviously probably, yeah. Those might um, be the two. Um, yeah, I don't know if Jaron Duran. He's playing for Mexico in the World Baseball Classic, but it seems like you can just kind of play for whoever the fuck you want. I think he's American. He's also a very fast white, and he's more along mm-hmm. the lines of Drew Stubbs since that's really all he has. Hey, <laughs> Drew Stubbs had a twenty twenty season, Bucko. <laughs> um, At least says Vinny uh, past. Pascantino is the man. Yeah, Pasc- he's the first base. Yeah, those were the th- Wit, Pascantino, and MJ Melendez, who is a catcher right now behind Perez, but is DHing. So I imagine he'll probably catch some games too. I know Salvador is not a not a young man, so it feels like those three are the guys. The pitching is the pitching, but. They have pitchers, yes. yeah. They there are pitchers on that roster to which no one can deny. And I think as Fender pointed out, twenty home runs in a really big field, so could be some untapped power there for Wit. But it does feel like yeah, the young guys, if Fran Mill can have a bounce back year, if Granky's still consistent. If all if everything clicks, this team can win sixty eight games. So. Uh, <laughs> What do we make of their... Yeah, they got them projected 62. I think they go higher than that, but not a lot. Like, still in the 60s. Still in the 60s. I don't think they're the worst team in this division. I'll say, from my, from my research, I don't think they'll be the worst team in this division this year. 
I don't know. That like that's <laughs> the pitching so bad. So bad. <laughs> hey, it's 28. It's not 30th. Could be worse. Could be 29. It's the, that's with everyone healthy. Like all it takes is one of them. And it's like 32nd. Um so well, 38th, man. They take yeah. the when it's stripers over there. Like imagine Brady I, Singer gets hurt. <laughs> I mean, they're donezo. I know Granky's no spring chicken either. No, he's the oldest chicken. It's <laughs> winter chicken. Uh, yeah, like he's gonna be topping out at like 82, like putting his whole shoulder into it. So I I'll go lower. I'm not very high on the Kansas City Royals. Ooh, how do you feel about these Royals? I I think they're very bad, but I do like the young guys. So I'm going to say just over like 63, 64. That's just a really low number. So I, I think. Just, but, yeah. But if they, if they trade Sal, because I do think they might trade Sal at the deadline. Like you said, he's a little older and they've got the other guy playing. Also, if Melendez is ready. Yeah. Yeah. If they want to make Melendez full time catcher, Sal probably has trade value. Then I'd say they go under because then they're going to lose a lot. So. We'll see. Oh, they're losing a lot regard. This would be the t- if we look at this team, guess who has 95 wins? <laughs> then it's like, well, then Witt and Pascantino, they need to split the MVP. So, yeah, I'm probably 64. Bear, I I just know looking at 100 losses is tough, man. Just just mentally, even 98, it's like we didn't lose 100. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hoping they get there for their sake. Do we have uh, anything else on the on the Royals? I do not no. believe so. Right. Now we get to some real teams. The Detroit Tigers. Uh, <laughs> 66 and 96 last year. But this year they're projected to go 65 and 97. So there's that. They have 24th ranked pitching. How? How? Itrick, because they signed like Lorenzen and Boyd, but they're on one year deals. So it's like, even if they hit, they'll just hit free agency again. Though I guess you could say if if they do hit, but you still stink, you could move them at the deadline, try to get a couple prospects maybe. But is Eduardo Rodriguez, Turnbull, who's the ace here? Is it some Matt Manning? Uh, I was going to say, I don't think the ace is one of these five guys. There's another name gaping me who was a top prospect and i think he's just been hurt the last year and, and change Scooball, um, yeah Tariq. Tariq Scooball's. it's Tariq Scooball, and i think there's even another one i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly the tigers went into like seven drafts in a row and we're like we're taking the highest upside pitcher and it, it hasn't really panned out yet uh I don't hate the strategy. I was gonna say uh, you got to try something. There. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate the strategy. Did, um, oh yeah, they took Jackson they took Joe last year. Yeah. Casey Mize. Casey Mize hasn't come oh, yeah, up yeah, yet. Yeah. So I, Tariq Scooball was the one who got hurt. I'm pretty sure, but Casey Mize is supposed to be the realest of deals. Um, so they're both in the minors. As of now, yeah, Mize okay. it sounds like hasn't come up yet. Uh, Scooball has come up. 
Yeah, might has been hurt too. Yeah, because that's what Tommy I'm John and back surgery. Good grief! Hey, uh, he might as well. <laughs> that's that's tough. Mize actually has been up. He has been up. He has, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. He's, he he, uh, he has 150 innings pitched. He was pretty okay. good. Pretty good that year. Okay, it's 2021. I imagine he was hurt for 2022. Because if so, then like if he's healthy, it would appear to be nothing holding him back from being on the major roster, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah when i looked him up the first thing i saw was back surgery so yeah you don't love that no and yeah boyd lorenzen but yeah one year deals so we'll see if those shake out the case i saw for they won't be this bad is one hobby bias can't be that bad like physically oh sure he can I bet let's see can the hobby worse. bias numbers man <laughs> <laughs> it was the first year of that contract wasn't it yes do you remember the contract off the top of your head, Cole? I know, I know, one, it wasn't small. For one, uh, six for one forty. Six for one forty. So one down. Uh, <laughs> OBP of twenty eight percent last year. That's where it's like, hey, come on, it can't, it, it can't be that bad again, right? But now I see his career is thirty, so. <laughs> <laughs> No dice, but the K yeah, bias can't be that bad again. Apparently they had a number of rookies. It's like they just won't be rookie bad again. And all their pitching won't get hurt. Those are the three cases. And what do we think? Eduardo Rodriguez can certainly get hurt every year. I promise you. I promise you he can. Uh I mean what even happened do with a- him last year? He didn't he, he played didn't play for personal reasons, I thought, right? It wasn't even an injury. I think he. I think he did both. I think he. I think he slid both in there. Oh, okay. I don't, my brain like and a, my arm hurt. Right. Yeah. I, but I don't think they were overlapping. I think he took like a little break, and then he had like a fifteen-day injured mm-hmm. list. And uh, I agree with Torkelson. Torkelson's supposed to be uh, like a step below Adley Rutschman uh, in terms of like next guys up. Uh, and he he was rookie bad last year. He showed some flashes, but was often rookie bad uh jonathan scope's been around forever i have no idea who ryan Kreider is to him i just genuinely do not know uh, javier baez will 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 take it as a challenge to be that again i promise you he has no problem the check's still uh, pa- uh cash so he's he's not all that concerned uh yeah i mean uh eduardo rodriguez had one of the the worst bouts of COVID for pro athletes. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, long COVID issues. That so that wouldn't shock good, me. Yeah. Uh, Akil Badu, one of the cooler players in baseball. Great uh, name. Great name. Uh, very fun to watch. Was was very streaky last year. Very up and down. Riley Green also supposed to be kind of like Torkelson. I believe he was a top ten prospect in all of baseball. Maybe even higher. Yeah. Uh, showed some flashes, but again. And was a rookie last year. So if Green and Torkelson both look like the guys they're supposed to be, yeah, they they'll they'll win exactly sixty-seven games. Like there's there's a lot of bad on this roster. A lot of bad. It's kind of Miggy's last year. Yeah, they said, "What's the point, man? We don't even want to embarrass him like that." Now he carry a nice dude. We don't want to put his face out there associated with this. I did. See, they do have a new GM came from the Giants. So like on the whole, it's like. Losing again, which they're going to do because there's just not a whole lot of talent. But it's like might not be a bad thing. That's why I think this is going to be the fifth place team in this division. 
But again, not necessarily a bad thing. A lot of the guys we talked about are young and yeah. like bottom out for another number one pick. Hope that the rookies this last year take steps forward. You'll have that Miggy money to spend on get Javi Baez some help uh, after he retires. If Torkelson and Green, who have the, the pedigree, come through, get some pitching. Yeah, easy as that. Just find find five <laughs> ace pitchers, school, and I think this division is wide open. But this year, I think they're the hundred game loser. Yeah, it's a bad team. I'm going lower. Their pitching's just so much better than Kansas City's, and Kansas and like it's not that good. Like that's the no. other thing. Like it's it's not that good. Twenty fourth to twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah, so it's like. I don't know. I can't pick them to be worse than Kansas City. I just can't. Goo, you uh, you said you you think Tigers are? Yeah, I'm going worse. under. I just think they're a bad team. I keep hearing that they're they're the team that's supposed to make a jump, and I feel like I've been hearing that my entire life for some reason. So <laughs> I don't even watch baseball like that. So well, last year yeah. there was last year was like they spent some money uh, on a pitcher and a shortstop. They didn't get an ace, and they didn't get one of the best shortstops on the markets. But it was like, we spent money. <laughs> it was we like, try. Uh, yeah, this, this team, they don't really have a direction. Like, they don't stick Well, that's where the new plan. GM, I th- you would hope, comes in. Because this GM didn't, didn't pay those guys. Right. So, but he still might stink. Uh, yeah, they, don't do, they got too far a hat. Too far of a fitter for this, man. Get Detroit a decent ball club. But not this year, I'm afraid. Uh, we got anything else on the Tigers? The Tigres? No. On to the White Sox. 81 and 81 last year. Projected to go seven. Every single team projected to be worse this year. Uh, projected 79 and 83 this year. They did added Andrew Benintendi. So, sounds like the plan. Yeah, he goes to left. That moves Andrew Vaughn, who was one of their higher, I think, prospects, was in left. He moves to first. So you hope you can, you know, fix two positions there. But they lost Jose Abreu, who just was like, I want to play for a good team. He went to the Astros. So what uh, what do we make of these White Sox? Mid. I like them. <laughs> oh, interesting. Who wants to go first? I mean- go ahead, Scoob. I mean, to, uh, Tony Larusa is the Doc Rivers of baseball. So he's not here. Wait, oh yeah, he's out, isn't he? Oh right, oh Tony's gone. That's right. I, that's right. My mind. Who's I, the manager? Who they bring in? Not that it matters, uh, but uh, <laughs> I can't. Find I saw a picture of Tony at, at uh, what was it with the crab? Hooters or some shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I love. I love when the most random tweet ends up on my timeline. I don't even look to see who retweets anymore. I go, that's Scoob. <laughs> right here. Here it is. Load, load it up. Load it up, Twitter. Come on. Jimmy Seafood. That's where he was. Here he was. This was this was August 25th of 2022, so last year. I hope she's uh, taking his car keys out of his pocket oh, with her oh, offhand. I mean, look at his hand. He's doing... He got a real tight. Uh, no, I mean this is uh, Jim Kelly would explode if he got this much contact. <laughs> we'll get to look. Don't let us forget to get to Jim Kelly before the end of this episode. Um, 
<laughs> we will get to Jim Kelly. <laughs> yeah, who's the who's the new manager? Pedro Grifols, Jordan. Grifol, I'm not familiar with his work, but I'm familiar with Tony LaRusso, so I feel like Pedro has to be at least a step up. Correct. Uh, does that change your take, Scoob? LaRusso's out. Uh, yeah, that does that does change my take. Uh, I feel like I was lower on this team initially because I follow a lot of White Sox fans, and they are very low on the owners <laughs> and uh, this team. I don't know if that's just because they have been spurned so many years, they know what to expect. I do know Mike Clevenger has some very healthier stuff going on, so they have a yeah. specter over this team already. So And so. I he got a rest for domestic violence, I believe. Was that was it like right after they signed him? Or like I, right before he just signed right? after they signed him, but they knew about right. it going into the signing. Yeah, I believe so. Shocking. Uh so there's that. And has he been like suspended? Because I will say the MLB they hit Bauer what fifty hundred games. So did they even have the Clevenger suspension yet? Are they just going to be without him for a third half all the season? Do we know yet? They, I haven't seen any suspension, and Clevenger's been like super adamant he's he's innocent. I'm not vouching for him, but like most people don't come out as hard as he does to be like this is wrong. Uh, so I I think it's going to get dragged. I'm more saying that to say I think this is going to get dragged out a while. It says here, um, January 24th, he is under investigation by the MLB. Okay. And Jared says an investigation was going on during the signing. So, right. That's something. Um, it says here, what? he's under investigation for alleged domestic abuse and child abuse. Nasty. Yeah, I, yeah, we will wait to see what the investigation shows, but doesn't sound good i did see they have the seventh ranked pitching but that was like hey this is including mike clevenger we know that but we don't know the suspension yet so we don't know how like with him there they have him seven like the rotation is supposed to carry this team from what i understand not if he's really. not no uh, like this is a really good lineup uh like that's it full stop it's a really good line I, eloy gets to finally be a full-time dh Maybe the most hilarious, uh, like fielder we have in baseball currently. Like he was a butcher out there, wasn't he? Preposterously <laughs> bad at it. So, and and it, not only is he bad at it, he gets hurt trying it. So finally, they've got him full time DH. I'm not saying losing um, uh, Jose Abreu is like a good thing, but the the pieces kind of fit a little more, if that makes sense. Oh, when they had yeah. a, a Brayu at first, it was like, all right, Vaughn also not great in the outfield. So they had to put him out there. I believe last year was the first time he even played outfield. I don't think he played it in the minors. Um, like they were just like, Yeah, we we just need you. We just need you in on in the lineup. So, we need a warm body that's not Eloy. Yeah. Um but Eloy, Luis Roberts like a myth at this point. Like, and I mean that in like the the, the Paul Bunyan style myth. Like he's, he's unbelievable. Uh, I don't remember how his season went last year, but he's still crazy young. They gave him that, I think it was $88 million deal while he was still in the miles. They were like, over like eight, there. nine years too. Wasn't it? Yeah. Like long, they were yeah. like, we're in on this guy. So yeah, it looks like he missed games last year. He played 98. That's yeah, the most he's played so far. And, I mean, for his career, yeah, hit almost 290. 
So we'll see. We'll see a little speed there. 26, 36 career homers, 26 bags. So I guess the hope is that can he play 150, 140 games this year? Yeah, Fender took it out of my mouth. If if he puts together a full season, like he could be knocking up MVP type door. La Pantera. Really? Like, okay. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. Like he's he's good and he's good defensively. Like I, I love everything about Lou Bob. Uh but they brought back Elvis Andrews, which outside of uh Oakland, Elvis Andrews has been very consistent. Um and kind of reclamated his career last year with Chicago. So it's like, all right, they've got him, Tim Anderson. A lot of cool players in this division for a division that sucks. Um, they should all get together on one team. <laughs> Tim Anderson maybe the coolest of them. Uh, Jan Mankato, really good, extremely up and down. Like, perhaps the most streakiest player in baseball. Uh, Grandal's been a solid catcher. So it's like, this lineup... With Benintendi, for all the question marks, Benintendi doesn't have as many question marks. He's just remarkably average. Like, he hits for average, doesn't hit for a ton of power. Uh, Has become a really good fielder in the eyes of the people who vote on fielding awards. Um, So he's a plus outfielder. He plays left, so it doesn't do a ton for you, but helps. If Uh, it's getting a minus from out of there, getting two minuses, really. If it's keeping Jimenez and Vaughn, then addition by addition is what I say. So yeah, I I I think this is I'm trying to think who else is in the vision before I say this. Uh, the twins and the yeah, I think this is the most with everyone healthy. This is the most well-rounded team in the division in my eyes. Mm. Now last year they were complete mid. I think they were like <laughs> we're gonna win one game, we're gonna lose a game for pretty much the whole season. Like right. they what what's great about baseball is since it's so long. Every, I think it was like they were 25 and 25. They were 30 and 30. They were 35 and 35, 40. Like oh, for the whole year. Yeah. They did. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Liam Hendricks is one of the better closers in baseball. I don't know if he's going to pitch this year. He has cancer. So that sucks. Uh, Graveman, not a horrible fallback option. I don't really love the rest of this bullpen. Uh, I say that without knowing mm-hmm. much about Jose Ruiz. Jake Diekman fucking stinks. Joe Kelly's <laughs> super shaky. Um, and Aaron Bummer's last name is Bummer. You can't just play a guy, you can't a guy, a guy built to give up. <laughs> yeah, a guy built to give up game losing walk on tanks. Um, so and then you get to the rotation. Clevenger for all this hullabaloo is incredibly mid, like the maybe the face of it. Mm. So Dylan Cease really broke through last year. Uh Lance Lynn has been incredible really since he got to Texas. Years been really solid, uh, and Giolito was the ace until Cease kind of took that from him. And Kopik might have the best stuff on this rotation. He just gets hurt always. Ever since he was a Red Sox prospect, that's just what he does. He gets hurt, so he's more of a question mark than Clevenger, honestly, in terms of like what he can bring to the team. I think I think Giolito's he's going for a bounce back year this year. He was kind of there, the guy they wanted more from last year, and he didn't really have it. But he's he's always been dealing with some injuries. I think that's the big issue with this team is they were one of the they were the team last year. They had a, every single body part on the human body was hurt on this team. <laughs> so you gotta hope for something different. But I think Hialito can be Hitolito this year and yes. be the number one starter again. Get back to his stuff there, which I would like it to feel, see. It feels like the tools are there because I saw like last year they're below league average just as a team in OPS like everywhere 
And so if it's like, okay, you like, you know, Ben Attendee's fine. Um, Lou Bob, which is a great nickname. Mm -hmm. And then going to DH. It's like, if you can you push DHing from everybody below average to like slightly average? Because you're going to have, you project to have a pretty good pitching staff. And this division is not exactly nails. So. No, it sure isn't. I don't want to say like you can't just say ten games either way, but that's what two games a month. If you're not tricking off two games a month, is that enough to get you in the division mix? They've got them projected for seventy nine and eighty three. I think I'm going higher on. I think you boys have swayed me on it. Um, I don't know how much higher, just because this division by nature of this division, but right eighty eight man, eighty eighty six, eighty eight. Where you guys got them at? I think it's a 500 team at worst, so I'm definitely going to say higher. I don't think there's any way they don't go 500, injuries permitting. Like Holy said, I think the lineup is a lot better. And they just need to perform to their standards. And I think without Tony La Russa, that's a lot easier. That's that's the, That might have been the difference maker last year. I think that's the hope. And I think like, Grandal's the highest paid player on the roster. And they're like, we hate it because he stinks, but we also know Reinsdorf is not going to spend any money. Mm-hmm. So they, they just gave out their largest contract. I guess it's not AAV larger than Grandal's, but Benintendi, I think it was like seventy-four million, was the most they've ever given to a player. Hey, they must have Reinsdorf over a volcano or something. <laughs> spend, spend money on sports. That's preposterous. Uh so you're going you think they get in the nineties, Coley? I think you're going with the higher here too. 90s is tough for this. What I will say is, like, I think they have the most talent for like top to one through 26. I think they still do 26 man rosters since COVID. So one through 26, I, I think they have the most talent in this division. I'm gonna pick them to win the division. I have no idea what number that's gonna be. It might be like 83. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah like. <laughs> Yeah, LaRusso, McGuire, even steroids merchant. A lot of people ate off those errors, but yeah, that, that stuff ain't helped me out last year, last couple of years. So I I think we'll go, yeah, we're all going higher on the socks. Um, we got anything else on the White Sox? What, 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 what do they do if game one of the season, camera pants of the dugout, it's just Tony LaRusso sitting there? <laughs> hey, well, we have a man running out on the field. Is that Tony? Is that Anthony Larusa? He's running out trying to get back to the uh, the bullpen. They have to tackle him, break every bone in his old body. They go on a run. They sixteen and four over their next twenty, seeing their old manager maimed. We got the Cleveland Guardians. They play the right way. Yes. The only way. Yes. Um, Ninety-two and seventy last year. Won this division last year, projected to go 88 and 74 this year. Now, it seems like they didn't really do much in the offseason, but again, with the style of ball, it's like pitching, defense, young guys, that's what we're banking on. So, did you need to do a whole lot for a team that won the division? And again, they play in mid. A lot of divisional games against mid. So, what, what do we make of these Guardians? But people were saying in the chat yesterday, this is, I think, the first year they're more spreading out. I think you're playing every team in the league now and a little less division. It used to be like 19 uh, games per division. 
So I think right. they've cut back on that, or per team in the division. So I think they've cut back on that a decent amount, which good because a lot of these divisions don't deserve to be beating up on their shit divisions. When, <laughs> you fatten it up I've, on the on the mid. When I'm gonna play the fucking Yankees, Blue Jays, and, and Tampa over over the next nine days. Just wait till you uh, get Philly and the Mets in your division. Just wait. Yeah. Uh, so this division, uh, this uh, rotation, rather. Kind of everything went right last year, which makes me nervous because there's a lot of talent here. People were ready to both trade and write off Shane Bieber last year. And then he went back to his like Cy Young form. So it's like, all right, what am I, am I I supposed to be believe my lying eyes or is he just fixed now? Uh, Tristan McKenzie, incredibly cool. Love that they list him as the second starter. Uh, And Cal Quantrill, I fucking hate, but he is good. So, uh, I like the bullpen here a lot too. Klasse is unbelievable, and Karen Jack. A lot of people hate, but he's he's quite good, even if he is probably cheating, which I respect. Um, Never forget. I don't think Coley was on the show when I thought uh, Karen Jack threw a knuckleball, and I was arguing with Chat for a good thirty minutes about him (laughs) throwing a knuckleball. And then I went and booted up uh, MLB the show, and I was like, "Huh, no knuckleball." No, no. When did they change it? Oh man, we must be heating up, baby. We ain't have bots in them. Whoa! Wow. Okay, Good. Well, let me write down that website. Uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, <laughs> in my area, um, they, <laughs> Emmanuel Classe, uh, Role Age Reliever of the Year. <laughs> ESPN they had their rotation twentieth. Because I was gonna ask, like, did they lose somebody? I was like, that felt. I thought pitching was their thing so it's like did they I was like did they lose a key free agent or something because 20 has felt low to me from the outside looking in well we did talk yesterday there the, the one guy got hurt the both prospects got hurt were those guys both pitchers i think one I, was is that what okay because i know loud uh delauder is an outfielder and he's single a uh so that shouldn't have mattered but i can't remember what the other one might have been a pitcher i really don't um, let me see if I can find the tweet. Yeah, I just thought like a lot like Bieber. Yeah, top, uh, top, top pitching prospect shut down for eight weeks with a strain in his shoulder. Daniel Espino. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, I was like, maybe that's what I did. I thought they were closer to above average than 20th. Um, did well, you, <laughs> like I say Cal Quantrill's good, but stacking it up against the rest of the league, where would he slot in? I think that's probably like if he's your number three, mm. that that and number two. I mean Tristan McKenzie, I don't even know how many starts he made last year. Twenty five maybe. So it's yeah, like last year was like his, his first full year, eleven and eleven. So he made a lot of starts. Was he the one that got, uh, somebody bought him the Roly? Was that Tristan I McKenzie? So. I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I he was like he was like if I have a year of under, I whip under one, ERA under three, and a hundred whatever innings. And somebody, I guess, a, must have been a former teammate, was like, "Yeah, you do that, and I'll get you the roll." And he just posted the rolling. So I was like, "I, I like this." <laughs> yeah, I really I like liked Tristan. He he carried my fantasy teams last year, my best ball teams. He was a, a workhorse at the end of the draft. Oh my guy, go with TWS Stroman. best ball going. Strowman, Marcus Strowman. Thank you. Uh, I like Stroman that type of veteran Alex? leadership. Yeah, where's he at? No, he's on the Cubs. He left, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember them ever being teammates, though, unless I'm just forgetting a year of of his career. 
He was just like, I like what you, he's like, I like you setting goals. And I like that uh, you want a presidential on your wrist. I, I'm good for it. <laughs> you hit the number. We've never met, but. Uh, um, you know yeah, that, not even former teammates. Yeah, I didn't think so. I think it was just friends. <laughs> just, yeah, just boys. Too real. And he, how old's McKenzie? 24. Crazy young. Five. 25. 25. Yeah, and coming off a four war season in year, what, two, three? So. Got to figure he's, you know, on the path up, but Bieber's still like the ace. So it's like he, if he's your number two, Quantrill, and it's Savale, Savali. 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 And Plesak. Yeah, I just thought they'd have a little higher ranked rotation. Plesak kind of stinks. Good guy, kind of stinks. And I'm pretty sure Savali's <laughs> the one who is getting fucking destroyed by the Yankees remembering the playoffs correctly. Yeah. Um, He's just getting shelled. Yeah, so <laughs> that's where it's like they've got three, and like Savali's like a textbook number four, but he's still a number four. So um, Josh Naylor thinks he's like the best player in the league. He's not. That's not a, a knock on him. <laughs> like he's good. He's one to smoke the danger matters. and talk to shit, wasn't he? Yeah, it's the whole way around the bases. Yeah, I like, like, I like that guy. I like. That I guy. like him too. He, but he thinks he's like Trout. Like, you know what I mean? And he's just not. You, you need that moxie. They got double nailers on this team? Yeah, I believe they're brothers. Oh, and yeah. They better be. How often you hear nailer is a last? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a rare one. So, got. Uh, oh, no. Please, bad people. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, he's January 6th here. I was just going to say, he was, he was, the, he was the, the game of skill hitter uh, for me last year. His uh, pit. What is it? Innings pitch total. He always hits it. He always hit it last mm. year. It was like to get six innings pitched, he always pitched six innings. Every time. January 6th. It makes sense. <laughs> I'm telling you. It makes every, sense. Hit, every time. He hit six. Uh, I did see they had negative wins above average uh, from DH and first base last year. So kind of just yeah, punting was... your power spots and signed Josh Bell, who. Was he got traded to San Diego and stunk, but before that he's just been like really good. So yes. I, I figure he gets back to that more than based him off the 30, 40 games in San Diego. So if he's yeah, they got him at DH and Naylor there. If you can just get out average like you, you can't have negative from your DH and for you gotta have some mashers, man. You're not out there for defense, you know? So if they can get some hitting there, maybe something will shake. Juan's really fun. Straw's solid. Even Quan, yeah. Uh, Gonzalez was the one who hit the walk-off in that game that went 18 innings and ended one nothing in the playoffs. Mm. And I believe he was a rookie last year, so hopefully he adds a little bit more. And then, I mean, probably the best. I'm trying to think of the rest of the teams that could even compete, but second base, shortstop, third base, com baseball. Uh, weighted heavily, of course, by Jose Ramirez, who might just be the overall best player in baseball, definitely in the discussion. Jimenez Rosario is, is pretty much as good as it gets defensively up the middle. One of those guys carries their weight offensively. The other plays offense. Like, I don't know what else to say. Balance. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good point, Tito. Terry. Yeah. Big, good point. Best manager in the division. That's damn right. Got Tito back. He got his bike back. I don't know if we talked about we talked about him losing. The bike got stolen. He got it back. Nice. So maybe some good some good omen for the season. That Terry Francona got his bike back. 
And they got them, yeah, projected, yeah, 88. So what are we thinking, higher or lower for 88? That's a, that's a sharp prediction. I could see him ending right there. I could see right him. on the. I'm gonna go I higher think... though. I'm gonna go higher. Like I'm gonna say they hit like uh, 89, 90. I'm gonna say they do get there, and I'm gonna say bull prediction. Jose Ramirez MVP season. I'm gonna say that. I like that. I like that. I think yeah, Ben has pointed out from what we were saying. They've for every team, of course, in injuries matters, but this team in particular, like the depth. Will the depth be there if and when you do suffer injuries? Like they're bound to happen. So yeah, a lot yeah, of there's a lot of a lot of repeat names. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Will Brennan playing uh, 679 innings this year <laughs> <laughs> across every outfield spot? I McMahon, were you at higher, lower, 88? Probably lower. Like like I said, everything went right this year. To get into the playoffs is that gonna happen again maybe uh, uh suppose it, some of uh, alex said they're like the rays and that's kind of accurate mm. like they're not gonna cross a ton of dingers they're gonna play the right way which maybe the banner of the shift helps them uh because they just don't score a lot of runs and that's okay when bieber mckenzie are on the mound when the rest of the guys are on the mound you got to start scoring a little, couple more runs so right I just don't know if they can run into the same kind of luck they had last year. Not a bad team by any stretch. Very much the face of the AL Central and everything I'm saying. Like They have more talent than the bottom, but they don't have like enough top-end guys in my mind. That's, what, that's why I lean the White Sox. Now, I probably would have said the same thing last year, uh, and it would have been wrong. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. If, if, one, like, if one key guy, I'm not even going to say Jose Ramirez, if another secondary guy gets hurt this this falls apart so quick yeah i think i'll probably like slight lower i think i'm with like 86 87 will still which again might be enough to win this division like i feel like they'll probably wild i mean if, if they don't win the division there's eight wild card spots now so wild card potential team i would say when they when they're hoisting the pennant i'll be the only one invited to the parade yeah. <laughs> that's a fact um, we got anything else on the on these guardians? Nope. One team left. We got the Minnesota Twins, seventy-eight and eighty-four last year, projected to go eighty-eight and seventy-four. They <laughs> kept Carlos Correa. Uh, eventually, he. <laughs> Had some dinners and dates everywhere, but he knew where home was. He knew where home was. Um, so Gray is back. I just I traded for my, or had Michael Taylor as Byron Buxton injury insurance and added Pablo Lopez. So what do we think of these twins? They're going to need that uh, insurance for Byron Buxton. He's another guy that's always, he could be an MVP candidate, but he's always hurt, it feels like, so... That's why yeah. you get the insurance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the insurance is so much worse, though. Like, Michael Taylor cannot hit. Like, really good glove, cannot hit. Byron Buxton's unbelievable when he plays. And I think last year he played his most games. Uh, yeah, let's see the Buxton least, profile if we can. At least his most games in a while. But, yeah, they lost uh, a rides for Pablo Lopez. It's like a 
They fixed one hole, created an entirely new hole elsewhere. So he played 92, which is the most since Jeez. 2017. He's played 100 games one time. That That's tough. Mm-hmm. And but when he, he put, I mean, in 92 90, games, 28 homers. So Right. Um, so, yeah, if, again, if he can play a full season, much like Lou Bob, going to be MVP candidates. Uh, they've hitched a lot on Joey Gallo uh, being like their third best hitter here. I like Jorge Polanco, Carlos Correa. Obviously, some teams think his foot's going to fall off any second. <laughs> uh, twins aren't so concerned. Uh, they brought in Christian Vasquez. I love Christian Vasquez, but I don't. I, this is painful to look at. I know Sonny Gray's been good outside of New York, but I can't shake how he looked in New York out of my head. I just can't. I mean, what better place to go to than Minnesota, man? He, just, he needed to. They are the opposite of New York. Not... Yeah, he need to chill a little bit. They've got the 16th rotation, so league average. Yes. I suppose. <laughs> they say this is better than Cleveland's? I'm not bought into this rotation at all. Mostly because I don't recognize half these names. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everybody knows Joe Ryan That's and uh, Emilio Pagan. Sonny Gray was, when was the last time? Sonny Gray was good when I was in college, I think. <laughs> Let's see the Sonny Gray profile, man. We found he won 28 games last year. Uh, uh, no yeah. way. <laughs> eight and five. Or just eight. Um, I mean, he had three ERA. Started 24 games. Yeah, see, I remember these years right here. 200 innings. Bring it back. Get these guys out of the mound the, some more. This is the year. <laughs> ben this said is I the can year. See, I can see this team winning two playoff games. They should throw a parade. They haven't won a playoff game since 2004. They've played 18. They're 0-18. <laughs> rather not see them. make it. Right, yeah, they, they get to the playoffs, they play the Yankees, they get their fucking teeth kicked in every time. <laughs> it's never even a competition. Uh, Royce Lewis would help, and I did forget his name, and it's shocking he's not listed up here. On the, oh, no, there he is. Uh, he I don't know why they haven't. A third baseman, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's playing, sh he was a shortstop. He's one of, the, I believe, one of the top shortstop prospects in baseball. I don't know that he still is, but he was a few years ago. Um so yeah, him playing at all would be beneficial. Because um, yeah, I, a lot of mid here. And even like we said, the high-end guys, their legs might fall off. So I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to expect here. And yeah, Pablo Lopez is a good number three. I think he's going to be asked to be like the number two here. Maybe the number one. I was going to say he might be lot. the ace. Can he be the ace was the question I saw. Because, yeah. Relative ace, but... And losing Areas, I feel like that's gonna that's gonna bite this team in the ass. That's a one of the most consistent bats in baseball, just off the team for no bat at all. He was what first base, first second base, second base. I think he played he was second, but yeah, they were moving him around because his defense really isn't. Yeah, I think that's the. Can we strengthen the defense? And I saw like Gal for the games they're healthy. Gallo, Buxton, and Taylor was the projector starting out. They're like, that's the best defensive outfield in the game, like comfortably. Like all those guys are plus defenders. Can Gallo get back to like pre, just pre-2021 level of bad hitting? Because he had, let's see the Joey Gallo profile if we can. Um, I was going to say, sure about trigger that? warning, trigger warning. 
I feel like his defense is so over. He was dropping routine pop flies with the Yankees, and I know that was part trying of to get out of there. This was like year there. one, though. This was twenty. Trying to get out of there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like one sixty in twenty twenty one, one fifty nine and one sixty two split between the Dodgers and Yankees, and it's like, hey man, we just need you to ramp it up to those two twenty three days. If you can just get back to the 223, hit your 25 dingers, and play some great field, to have a great glove for us. Mamey says, uh, no Gallo with no shift. He's a 350 hitter in there. <laughs> the problem with the no shift thing is he, he is a dead pull hitter. That part's true. But he just wasn't making contact the last two years. So it's like, Nick, you could take all the fielders off the field. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, it's it's like that. Uh, who did the video of Bonds had that at 01 season? Uh, never John Boyce. Took a bat. Yeah, John Boyce. If he never brought a bat <laughs> up through that bat. Like, yeah, if Joey Gallo played with zero people on the field, these numbers would be no different at all. So that's where it's like, I don't know that he'll be a, a shift, uh, anti-shift benefiter. I really don't know. It can't hurt him, man. It literally cannot hurt him. <laughs> also, his OBP last couple of years still higher than Baez's, man. That, that's 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 something. Always a free swinger. What can you say? Yes, he is. Um, uh, chat chat's also mentioning um, someone named Johan Duran. Uh, yeah, they're closer. Yeah. Okay. Says uh, I looked him up. It says from the Pioneer Press here. What's it like facing Johan Duran? Not fun. So, <laughs> I want to hear the complete opposite one. It was like facing. Oh, it's a blast, man! I circle that guy <laughs> in the calendar, man. He he's putting meatballs over the plate, big as a beach ball. What do we make of these twins? Uh, I think I'm eighty. Yeah, eighty-eight is the number. Yeah, I'm going lower. I'm going lower on them. I'm not that high on this team. I just feel like the Buxton injury. All it takes is a Buxton injury. And then you're starting Gallo and Michael Taylor next to each other. That's that's not going to be good. I did say, can we see Taylor's number? They said Taylor was good. I don't know if it was, was like he? good comparatively. I know I looked into his numbers because the Red Sox had so many needs and we're talking about Michael Taylor. Let's see. So he's in Kansas City, which again, they said had the big uh, outfield. So if the Twins is any, any smaller... Hit two fifty. They say he's a good glove. Good glove for sure. Definitely a good glove. These numbers aren't pitiful. Yeah, I was like not horrendous. And again, if you can just be that, he appears to be durable. He's playing over the hundred games, so it feels like not even a win or excuse me, an if but when Buxton gets hurt. So if you're like, hey, okay, we're what team is better suited for Buxton to get hurt than the one that's only been dealing with Buxton getting hurt? Mm-hmm. So. Even if he doesn't get hurt, it's not like he's going to play 162 anyways. That's right. how baseball works. So you need, like their defense won't fall off out there. That part's true. Uh, and one thing I want to say about the shift too, just because you can't shift doesn't mean guys won't still be standing exactly where he's going to hit it. Like, yeah, you can't put an extra guy over there. <laughs> but if he's dead pole, they still know like the relative areas he's hitting the ball. Got to catch it though. That's half the battle. After the battle, true. <laughs> so, you, I think I'm slightly lower again. Just I feel like they'll be in the 80s range too, but I'll say slightly lower. Um, yeah, let's 
78 and 84. Oh, you, I mean, again, that still might win the division, but yeah, like they're a top three team in the division. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt about it. Maybe Pablo Lopez, that ace in hiding, uh, all yeah, along I mean, he just needed the opportunity. Stanifer's our, our resident Marlins guy. And he said he was their number two last and really good. Um, so I'm, Inclined to believe him. But yeah, I, I call it like 85. A lower, but slightly lower. Uh, we'll take a quick break in a second, but but first, uh I gotta tell you about our friends at Nutrafol. I think they must have seen the the Jalen Rose <laughs> video that we did. It was a Friday, maybe a couple Fridays mm -hmm. ago. Because they immediately Said no, we 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 got to get these guys out in the program. They want us to get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth. No drugs, Scoob. <laughs> no drugs, no compromise. Talk about it, Scoob. The bald spot is getting worse every day. We're gonna try to combat against it. Try our best. We're not gonna. We're not gonna try. We're gonna do it with Nutrafol. Mm -hmm. uh, That's right. It's the number one dermatologist. Recommended hair growth supplements clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Could I interest you in that, school? Any one of those things? Uh, I think I need all of those things, to be honest. They have all those things, man. They got nutraceuticals. You know what nutraceuticals are, McMahon? I don't even know if that's... That's that's the third N-word, if you ask certain that's people. I don't, I don't know what that means. I couldn't spell that. Charles Barkley couldn't spell that. I don't know what they are either, but I will tell you that they go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. It's physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients and Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable resources without compromising your sexual health. It's Ooh. trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You guys know 3,000 doctors? I don't. Mm -mm. And top doctor? Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I know. I know some unreputable ones. But I not know the some top. top doctors. Um, <laughs> in a clinical study, men show progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. So three to six months, school, we can have that Nutrafol on you, you, you cooking. Summertime scoop? That's what I'm hearing. We can't hear school, but oh, we can see we can see the lettuce. Won't we have can't. to wear my do rag all summer, like jam. <laughs> get him, get Packers. Um, so you, you can grow thicker, healthier hair, and support our show if anyone here is interested in doing that uh, mm -hmm. by going to nutrafol.com/men, entering promo code Trill to save fifteen dollars off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, you know. It's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, so sorry for our New Zealanders. Um, and it's free shipping. Another free shipping on every order. $15 off at Nutrafol.com slash men. Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. Promo code TRILL. And, like, there's really no... You can't put a dollar amount on a full head of hair. Scoob can attest to that. The fact that they're giving you dollars off and a full head of hair, 
I don't know. They and free shipping, and they bring it too. You don't have to go nowhere and ask for it. <laughs> I mean, nowhere other than Nutrafol.com slash uh, promo code Trill. You don't have to go in and nowhere, nowhere physical. Out on physical, in on Nutrafol. So Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men promo code Trill. Go get your fifteen dollars off your first month's uh, order and free. That's right, Ben, and free shipping. Sorry for our Kiwi friends. I apologize. Um, let us take a quick five. We'll come back. I want to hear about Jim Kelly. And then we got some tearing to do. But we will talk about the Jim Kelly. So let's get some thumbs up going on the tube. Subscribe for the chat. And we'll take a five minute break and catch everybody after. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tears Day. That time of the show. That time of the week. But even before that, we need some thumbs up on the YouTube, please, and thank you. Subscribe so you can chat with the boys. And I'd like to hear about Jim Kelly before we even get to any of this. What the... Man, what the hell is this I'm hearing about Jim Kelly? He thinks he's me. Uh, <laughs> he's doing a little... Uh, the first he was... I don't, I, the first part of the story is wild. He was just openly uh, hitting on someone's wife uh if i'm to read these comments correctly i believe he was also married um sure yeah i mean boys being boys uh wax. but yeah he's constantly calling and I, who's who's the woman that's why i don't know. um uh missy missy, missy hyatt's Hi, it says wrestling magazines so she's probably a wrestler that was it was she yeah used to be like a wrestling i don't know what you got like promoter like back in the days when every wrestler would have somebody like a, a lady to walk with them ringside, Missy Hyatt, I believe, was uh, that. She's a retired professional wrestling valet. Valet, maybe that's where I was thinking okay. of. So, uh, okay. valet, and I, I feel like we might got to do a quick trio reads. I feel like the people do need the entire read. There's a lot uh, of context, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that <laughs> she sets the scene. <laughs> um, it's from Missy Hyatt. Uh, book she wrote she was a manager quote throughout the time i was with jason jim kelly would call me every so often he knew nothing was going to happen but we used to flirt over the phone remember the phone guys uh he would leave messages just to make jason jealous like hey missy it's jim you left your panties under the seat of my car do you want me to fedex them or what he did it like half a dozen times even Jason had to laugh at some of them. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't know that he did. Uh, but after Jason and I broke up, I began calling Jim more often. The fact that we'd been flirting over the phone for two years, I mean, there was no way we weren't going to get together. It was just a matter of our schedules. Well... It was like God worked out the timing, uh, worked out the timing for us. The Super Bowl was set for Atlanta, 1994, and the Bills were in the playoffs. So all Jim had to do was keep winning to wind up in Atlanta for an entire week. It was like a carnival game, and I was the grand prize or booby prize. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right. Yeah, I guess he wanted that championship ring, too. Every week he'd call me right after his playoff game. He'd be like, two down, one to go. Well, he wound up making the Super Bowl. You Bills fans can send me thank you notes if you want. It was like the fourth straight year the Bills had made it. 
Except here's the thing, Scoob. Um, they lost the first three times. So by the time he, he arrived in Atlanta, he was under unbelievable pressure. We arranged to have dinner three nights before the game, but I could tell as soon as he showed up that he wasn't himself. It was like the lights were on inside his head, but no one was home. He tried to smile and say flirty things, but every 10 minutes his mind would wonder and he would be somewhere else. I felt bad for him. Halfway through the dinner, a reporter from a Pittsburgh newspaper walked into the restaurant, noticed us together, started scribbling notes because Pittsburgh was Jim's hometown. So his social life was big news. The story ran in the gossip column the next morning. After dinner, I know I, that's right. She drove us back to his hotel. Then we ran upstairs to his room, sat down on the bed and started kissing. Then maybe a minute. Uh, so maybe a minute later, I feel him kind of shudder against me. Then he whispers, oh, excuse me. I look down and he'd come in his pants. I mean, all we did was kiss. Never even got to second base. I thought it was sweet. But he was so annoyed at himself. After two years of anticipation, the big moment finally arrives. And then it's over in less than a minute. He limps out. I mean, no wonder he never won a Super Bowl. He'll probably kill me for telling that story. Sorry, Jim. How'd she include that at the end? Wow. <laughs> I mean, listen, once you, you drag a man through the mud, what do you care about? What are you, what are you apologizing for? You already said, fuck me. What are you apologizing for? I mean, but it yeah, is that. no wonder he didn't win. I mean, that explains a lot. It does. Got no dog. Got zero dog in him. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And this is why Miles Sanders does it early and often because, so this doesn't happen when you get into the situation. Like the textbook is just another game. Just another chew for us. Right. So. Kind of all that retention. A whole NFL season. That's too much. Is that curse still holding the bills back, Coley? I mean, definitely. Like, Jim, <laughs> like I don't understand... How much cum was there if you could see it through the pants? Because if they the years were, the she said pants, uh, the pants were on. So were these blue jeans? Were these like what? What kind of pants? Stiff denim too. That nineties denim, like ninety two, ninety three denim. Come on, man. I mean, well, they went out to dinner, so he's probably wearing like slacks or something, like tan slacks. Oh, that's a mess. That's a huge mess. Mm, Just mm, a little mm, smooching mm. and cum. I mean, yeah, like he's. The getting embarrassed part is the tough spot. If he just is just like, hey, give me two more minutes, and then then I'm now I I won't come anytime soon. We can have a real good time, but now he zero dogging him. Jim got a right counter to this man. He said, "Come on, man." He said, yeah, "It was at least two and a half minutes." I held out. I made her work for it. Yeah, he, um, he should write his own book, 128 pages on just this night. On <laughs> I was so focused on a Super Bowl prep. Um, yeah, Super Bowl prep. Matt's got the Bugle Boys on. That's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, with the tent, uh, pant, 90s pants used to pitch, how she even know? So much fabric there. So, yeah, he finished kissing the ass for round two. Like a real one, some would say. Jumped out the window. He was like, yeah, we <laughs> 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 Ran down the street barefooted. Uh, 
Three six nine says that's the two minute drill, folks. <laughs> but it's like this is the opposite of like Montana and like the the most pressurist of moments being like, oh look, it's John Candy. This is like. He goes in the huddle. He's like, I came my pants again, fellas. Everyone's like, come on. This is McNabb. <laughs> McNabb throwing up in the Super Bowl. This is exactly what it is. Well, he was hungover, so. Another problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, he gets that Thurman. He's like, uh, Thurman Thomas, excuse me. You don't have to tell us that. Andre Reed's like, stop telling us when you bust a nut on yourself. You have to tell us when you bust any nuts. The center's like, come on, man. What are we, what yeah, are we doing? <laughs> Shotgun, please. Yeah. <laughs> At least change the pants, Jim. Jesus Christ. Uh, or he went to dinner in his, in his uh, Bill's pants. Shirt and tie. And, uh, Still got the pads in the slots. Yeah, listen. I don't just Premature is an opinion. I just leave it at that. <laughs> That's an opinion. That's subjective. And he had shit, so, shit to do that day. He had, yeah, he's, I, I, I gotta get back to uh, I get back to the hotel. But tell the boys about. It. He tells Bruce Smith, "Oh man, I, I, I didn't even last two minutes, Bruce." Um, <laughs> if you're just smooching, I think that's premature. Once insertion hits the table, that's post mature. That's plenty mature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, stocks and bonds level matured. <laughs> um, it's all like trees. It's all relative, man. It's all relative. So that's the Jim Kelly story. He's just like us. I was gonna say those famous playoff, those famous Bills playoff games during that stretch, like the ones they won. I feel like he wasn't even the quarterback for them. There was that huge comeback against the Oilers. I know that wasn't him. I think it was Frank Reich. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, this is and the rest was Thurman Taylor or Thurman Taylor. Why do you call him Thurman? (laughs) Thurman Thomas and Bruce Smith. I see why. Yeah, the guy's a pussy hound and not even good at it, particularly. <laughs> it's the dog uh, chasing the mailman and not knowing to do when he gets the mailman. He's just like, uh, splooge. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you come here often? Um, <laughs> Frequently, yes. <laughs> early. Uh, so that is the Jim Kelly story. And speaking of Frank Reich. Said it a couple weeks ago. I said, when every coach gets hired, it felt time to tear us some coaches. So thanks to Scoob for for whipping this one up himself. Already forgotten who they all are. I was going to say, it's, I might have to pull out the phone for this one, like the old uh, candy ones, where I need to see all the details. If you use Wikipedia, it is just the Wikipedia pictures, so that might make it easier. Let us see. We're tearing coaches. Are we starting at the top or the bottom? I don't. I feel like there's not that many at the top anymore these days. Oh. I feel like it's lonely at the top. Are there any S tier coaches? Andy Reid, Big Red. He might be in his own. Is he in his own tier at this point? Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> McDaniel's is up there as well. Scoop. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. Um. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. But is it just two? Like, is it just Reed and Belichick? I, like, is Shanahan S? I, I don't put, think so. I was a Patomlin up there. I'll say it's... T- I, I thought it might be Belichick as his own, but it might, I think S has to be probably just Belichick and Reed. Yeah, I think that's... I think Reed deserves it. Yeah. 
You guys are putting Belichick there. Oh, okay. I watched Patriot does, football does, last year. Does he need a Tom Brady merchant tier? I mean, um, it's unbelievable. You saw you saw how bad that team was. They're still in the playoffs until the last week. That's they uh, might be a high. Not of the playoffs. Until, uh, <laughs> yeah, my Packers were also in the playoffs till the last week. I think I think uh, Lafleur's going to be very high up here too. He has to deal with that drug addict, and, and <laughs> they almost got them to the playoffs. Yeah, it's piecing it together around a fiend. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say eighth here for Belichick, but. Are we going? Are we? Are, wait, how are we doing this tier? I would say, yeah, let's. I, yeah. All things considered, like past, present, future, or are we just doing this the next season? I think for like for players, we were only doing really like for one season. That kind of feels like the way to do it. For coaches, I feel like it had like some accolades, what you've done in the past, present, and future, like going forward, if like in a vacuum, if you had this coach before you had your team, or if you had a random team. Like we don't even tell you the team, but we drop this. Like, could Bel- Bill Belichick coach this random team? How would Mike Tomlin do with this random team? How would uh, Kevin O'Connell, trying to think of one, like the newer guys, do with the same team in a vacuum? So I think past, present, future has to be considered for like yeah. coaching. I just feel like the Patriots were such a shit show last year, and it was Bill's choice to be that shit show. He could have fired those guys at any time. He could have said, I want them out, you know? I don't know. I'm knocking him for it. So. Belichick B tier. Yeah, we, we don't know ball if the guy with the most rings of all time is a uh, S. Then I, I was going to say if, yeah. if we're going to do that, like is is Reed D? Because when he hasn't had Mahomes, he's been uh, the big the biggest choke artist and outside of Shanahan. So that if we're going to play this game, yeah, Reed's hell. <laughs> and, uh, Great quarterback merchant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> S, but I got my eye on him, and I'm ready. I'm ready to write him right off. I think S is still fair. Uh, I think Tomlin's S, though, because, I mean, he hit that win total with uh, Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. So, uh, <laughs> they hit nine wins. He's never, again, we kept saying he's never done seven, so he's never won less than eight. I thought Tom, A or S, I don't think he can be any lower than that. I don't I have agree. a... I, I was gonna say A, but if he's S, I don't have any problem with that. I think I gotta he's, put a mess. Well, we gotta forget he he staged all those uh, hooligans. Snare do wells. If he were an S, he would be the only one with one ring, I believe. That would be correct, right? Or does he have two? I think it's just one. Thomas got one. Okay, so he'd be the only one in there with just one. If we're counting that, everything, that's why I think he probably like top of A. I think A is. He'll have some company there, but I'll probably A for Mike Tom. I feel like he's so consistent, though. He offers a consistency, despite the only one ring, he offers a consistency that other good coaches don't have, you know? I don't that, I mean, that's why I, I think he's maybe the third bet. Like, he's, I think he's high A. Okay. And yeah. if he gets a ring with Kenny Pickett, he S+. Plus. <laughs> no, he's, right. jumping, he's jumping S. Uh, <laughs> and he's uh, TJ Watt Merchant. Every great coach is actually just a uh, <laughs> better player, player merchant. merchant. <laughs> it's true. Their record without Watt is tough. Abysmal. So I, <laughs> A, who else is A? Because I think he'll, he'll have some company, more company in A than S. Who, uh, uh, Shanahan? I think Shanahan is A. Doesn't have a ring, but yeah. I think he's A. Now, which one is he? He is uh, right above Sean Payton. 
to the right. To the right. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Right there. Kendall I Roy. Like, I don't know who Sean Payton is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a is Sean Payton a while we while we on him. He got a ring. If he is, then there's someone we got to staple right to him in my eyes, and that's that Scoob's boy, Mike McCarthy. Oh, you, you're not putting Mike McCarthy in A tier, Cole. We will fist fight I, right now. <laughs> we, we will throw down right now. I'll allow it. Yes, I'll allow it. Um, I'll give him B. I, I won't it, give him A. As 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 we talked about during the whole uh, Sean Payton saga, like they have eerily similar careers, like record, ring, underperformances. So that's where it's like they feel like the same guy to me. If Mike McCarthy just took some time off, could he command that kind of? Uh, uh, draft hall probably like teams did, are very though. desperate he was out of the league uh in he dallas didn't have the contract pga yeah, just didn't have the active contract so someone yeah, just they was ready to them. get out of there i think they <laughs> what can you i think i said the wikipedia it's just got all the coaches i want to see their because sean payton's win percentage is like 63 i'm curious to see what mike mccarthy's uh is probably like 59 somewhere around i was gonna say i feel like i don't know if it's that high but i don't feel like it's very far away <laughs> kevin james merchant um <laughs> yeah can we see career if you sort it by career uh win percentage 155 and 97 is that what it said let's see. if you go i think one is like with their current team if you or we're doing only with the current team let's go to the top again too if you go yeah go over to the right for career and then yeah. let's see win percentage by that if we can I think that's what he's so doing. It was uh, O'Connell. It was the best of all time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lafleur. I mean, Lafleur is crazy high, and he's been doing it for a while. So he's. I think Lafleur is A as well. Mm-hmm. Um, see, we might knock out a couple A's. Scoops of hell, no. <laughs> he, he got the drug. He got the druggy man. He can't he control him though. He's lost control of the drug. Who can? He's letting him. He's in a hole. He's in a damn hole, Max Kellerman. He's letting him run the facility. <laughs> So give me whatever I want. Um, I'm the, I'm the doctor here now. Let's see. Yeah, where's McCarthy's career win percentage? Right below Peyton. Six fourteen. I, I think they're six thirty one to six fourteen. What's their postseason win percentages? I think that's the last column on the right. I think they're both B. One's eleven and ten. One's nine and eight. So and wherever they hard. wherever yeah. they are, <laughs> wherever they are. The same guy. <laughs> it's the same picture, Your Honor. Um, are they is B? Mm-hmm. McCarthy and that. Peyton B. Okay. Yeah. God, he's so large. He takes up such a. It's it's like you know exactly. We should have kept McCarthy on just as the. Uh, he's the compass. It's like you know which direction the <laughs> money is from Mike Mc- levels of Mike McCarthy. Uh, B for them both. Who's I'm trying to see the guys that I recognize. I had to write this down because I couldn't believe. After Belichick, do you know who has the most coach of the year awards? Hmm. Brian. No. I was gonna say Brian. I was gonna say Belichick doesn't have that many, so I Belichick Belichick has three. This person has two. And we haven't tiered them yet? Have not tiered them yet. Mike Vrabel. No, he's only got one. No dice. Uh, is it Pete Carroll? Sean McVay? Ron Rivera. Hey, Jesus Christ. Riverboat Run. Riverboat Run 
is the only coach on here with with two, I believe. Yeah. D tier for Riverboat Ron. <laughs> I will say like, this is like the coach of the years. They count. They're on his resume. But going forward, how would you feel about like we got Ron Rivera on staff? Like, is that is that rallying the troops? You know what I mean. It doesn't take away what he did with Carolina. I think he won two in like four years. It was like a pretty Probably. close span. But at the same time, man, I, I, I mean, it was this year he was like, I didn't know we could have made the playoffs if we played this game differently. <laughs> that was the thing he said out loud. That's um, right. So I think I would put Scoop. I think D. Yeah, I was I was putting him in D specifically for that. Like, I can't trust him to know the situation of the game anymore. <laughs> it happened like three times last year. Yeah, he didn't know what 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 they could have done with the result of a game or a play or something. You know, so he's the most mid. If he if he's gonna be C, it's it's a low C. I was I'll say, say that, it's C yeah. at best. Like he's gonna see ceiling. I would agree with that. I was gonna say I for this one, I don't know how many D in hell. Like I feel like honestly the hell ones just got fired. Like Hackett would have been hell for sure. He just got fired and the other ones. Like we might like basically rookies. I think there's gonna be some coordinator, not a head coach guys, and then mid. So I would say like Rivera is mid, but even the mid might be below the coordinator's guy. If that makes, if any of that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all I, hell. All these people are hell. Like, <laughs> more or less. Um, I think C for Ron Rivera. Okay. He feels, can you do better than Ron Rivera? Then you should probably upgrade. Uh, who's next? I'm just looking, I could just look at the bottom tier. Sean McDermott and Sean McVay. Where do we, where do we have the Sean's? I think McVeigh is A. This year yeah. this year did stink. Yeah, Baker Mayfield to save the day. I think he's done enough. I would have him A. Does he want to do it though? That's the question. Is his heart in it or is his heart on the TV? At would the you end would does? you want to coach Baker Mayfield school? I can't say that I would. I would have made the playoffs. I would have I would have steadied the ship. <laughs> water finds its level. Scooby Water. <laughs> what do we think of McDermott? B. I think B is fair. Lost that game in the snow. He hasn't been the same man since. <laughs> I not start whining about it since either. Um, who are the I see D'Amico, Kevin O'Connell, and who is that? Who's that first one right beside D'Amico to his left? Uh, um, that is Stetchen, the guy that the Colts. Oh, uh, Colt. Uh-oh. Yeah. I, just new coaches? Yeah, like him, D'Amico. Is that just all the new? Uh, Gannon. I see him up there looking dead into my soul. Um, <laughs> so this is, yeah, new coaches slash TBD. Like, they're not hell. We just, nobody knows yet. So. Yeah. And then. Stike and D'Amico. Are those the new guys? Wright got a job, but he's been here. I think those are just the new guys. So, yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. What do, oh I see to the far left bottom row, I see Frank Reich and John Harbaugh beside each other. What do we make of Frank Reich and John Harbaugh? I mean that staff Reich's put together is pretty good. So um So did they need Frank Reich? 
Yeah, yeah the, coup, the, the coup is already starting. We've already got the whole staff set. System works better without him. Um, he said he said he's going to start off calling plays and then hand it off. I don't believe him. I just don't believe him at all that he's going to hand it off. Now, you know a coach's ego. It's like, you know, somebody can do this better than me, man. Um, I'm just going to do what's right. What do we... There's a time I would have thought Harbaugh was like A or S. Lately, I just don't know, man. I think it's I just still can't. A. Let's see, B. He got two Pro Bowl quarterbacks, man. What's he, <laughs> he supposed to? <laughs> B for Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah, Harbaugh. I mean, he's just like he's like him and Tomlin are both always just there, no matter what. They're both pretty consistent. I know Harbaugh cries and complains a lot, but if I could hire him or McDermott, I don't think it's much of a decision in my mind. I'm going Harbaugh every time. Again, I mm, and I has know. a ring. Does have a ring, uh, Joe Flacco merchant? Yet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harbor current B was A for a while. Lost it. That's where I'd lean, but I can see somebody also said he now has Greg Roman out of there. So right, I'm fine with A. We're going A for Harbaugh with yeah, Frank. It's like Ravens downfalls aren't really his fault. Like he's not the one being like, let's not pay Lamar. He's not the one drafting bad, like no receivers to bad ones. So it's like, yeah, based on everything else, I say he's doing a pretty damn good job. Didn't fire Greg Roman previous in years in past. That has <laughs> that has to count for something. Uh, I think this will be the the make or break year for him. He's the scapegoat's gone. You can't blame Greg Roman anymore. Now they'll blame Harbaugh. I agree. So we'll yeah. I I think the resume has him a for now. Um, and who? Where Frank Wright? Is it C? I don't. Well, yeah. Does that ring count? He be, he did beat his brother. I don't know if that ring counts. <laughs> Genetics merch. That's <laughs> oh, half ring. It's gotta be because because they could have sized that ring for both of them, so they could share that ring. I mean. Listen, that single game has kept Colin Kaepernick out of the league for eight years. Eight yeah. years. Um, Frank, I I don't. I feel like Frank Reich is fine, but I, C. Yeah. Like yeah. he, he's fine. He can he, he get back to be yeah. Would you say Cole? I'm sorry. He won his ring as a coordinator. Even mm. his ring wasn't as a head coach. I don't blame him for everything that went wrong in Indy, but he also didn't like do much to stop what was happening. Yeah, like I'm how much was he elevating? It was like Philip Rivers was there, but he still had something left. Like Philip Rivers got something left right now, I believe, for his style of play. So and Matt Ryan was his choice, right? So so it was Wentz. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say I don't know if I don't know if Matt Ryan was the choice or it was the get Carson Wentz off my football team. With Wentz was the one he was like, I stuck my neck out for that that guy. So C for Frankie Reich. Think that I think that's Joshy McDaniel's bottom left, and I think hey. Stefanski. <laughs> Talk about it. He just stinks. Like he, <laughs> he's just stinks. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you say stinks, well, what, what do you mean by that? Well, how many games did they have? What was it a nineteen-point lead in three or four games this year, and they lost all of them? Be and tried Patriots. to do it to the Patriots. I was say, they, like, it was the same thing in that game, too. And the Patriots tied it. Uh, What's-his-name caught the touchdown with only one foot in. Jacoby Myers threw it to Chandler Jones. So it was like, 
did he win that game or did Jacoby Myers win? Like Jacoby Myers was a better coach in that game. So he just fucking stinks. <laughs> yeah, hell has to be all caps. Um, <laughs> D or hell, Coley? I'll let you call it. I think it's hell because he's also like, from all reports, like treats his players like shit. He would be fired if his uh, the owner of the team had any money to do it. Hey, he spent it all in a haircut. Well, he, that's why he shaved his head. He's trying to get. He most people. Most people need McDonald's money. They need McDaniel's money. They need to get him out of it. <laughs> we got McDaniel's at home. Um, I. He won however many games with a quarterback who can't get a job right now. Derek Carr's just uh, shaking a can on the streets. But I'm seeing some hell in chat, so hell is fine. Stefanski. He feels like B to me. Ooh. Fans are going to tear you limb from limb. They fucking hate Stefanski. <laughs> I, I thought he was the one they liked. I would, the, only, the case for B is this man won a playoff game and had a career year with Baker Mayfield. Is his quarterback. Now we'll whatever ha- like the nasty man was terrible this year. We'll see what he can do with that next year. I would say B, but I'm I'm listening. I'm not I'm not writing it in pen, so I'm listening on Stefanski. I don't know what he does. I don't know if he's good at anything. I would say he's just middle of the road C to me. Yeah, I lean C. He is on the hot seat, whether right or wrong. Browns fans have gotten real greedy lately. Uh, that's that would be my case. <laughs> that would be my case to why he's beat. If we uh, look, can we see Stefan? Do you still have the coach's win percentage and stuff pulled up? Mm-hmm. Stefanski did not coach the playoff game. He had COVID. <laughs> oh, the one they won or lost? <laughs> the one they won, I believe. That's tough. Um, this man's coached fifty games with the Cleveland Browns and is over five hundred. That would be my case for B because they're still the Cleveland Browns. That would be my for for B over C, like not like B minus minus minus. They are, but even but like listening. they were awful against the run this year, and that's not all his fault, of course. But it was like I saw way too many both screenshots and videos of Miles Garrett looking like he was playing a completely different sport based on how they had him lined up and rushing the quarterback. And this is like one of the most physically athletic, gifted players that's ever come into the league. And it was like him and Jadavian Clowney on the ends, and they still couldn't do anything this year. I I think C is is okay. Like, we've got Coach of the Year winners in here. We've got a guy I think we're all relatively high on in Reich. I don't think it's a negative. I think he's, I think he's C. I think he's perfect for the Cleveland Browns. Again, I would say that's a step up. Like, they're still the yeah. Cleveland Browns. Like, but I'm C is fine. I don't I don't care enough to be arguing for him to be that that would just be my case. Yeah, best head coach in Brown's history doesn't mean still good, but you also have to consider what he walked in with. Like whatever you thought of Marvin Lewis, it's like you want to look at the, the previous years, buddy, and like what he had to work with, you gotta give him some credit. But C, he's not bad. He's C. Who's I mean C right now we have a guy well, they just hired an assistant head coach to replace him when he undoubtedly gets fired in week six. <laughs> we have a guy who was just fired in the middle of the season and replaced by Jeff Saturday. So, yes, yeah, Stefanski next to these guys looks correct. I would put him a cut up, but he ain't been fired. He beat the Freddie Kitchens allegations. So, yeah, head of C. He, he's the driver for the C team. <laughs> um, yeah, C for Cleveland. It works. 
Who's is that? Is that Eberflus? Is that? A, I'm just trying to look at the logo on his chest. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. That's okay. Eberflus. Yeah. So Eberflus and Vrabel. What do we make of oh, these guys? Scoob's boy. Scoob, yeah, I was gonna say Scoob, uh, Mike Vrabel. You wanna? Uh, I put Vrabel beats here. I think I put him with the McCarthy, Peyton, McDermott there. I thought he was I'm about sure to be roommates with McDaniel's. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, the defense is always solid, but the, the the second that defense isn't solid, he's fired because he can't do anything else. So we'll I think see. B is, but yeah, he's. I feel like they haven't had like any low low seasons. Maybe I'm forgetting one, but they all division stinks for sure. But it feels like they're always around the seven eight wins, even in the like this year. I think they won seven, and that was the worst year in like five years. So four or five years, maybe. So I I think Vrabel's B. I think B is fair. Chat because like I, look, I'd rather have him than Stefanski. So that, I think that would be the case for B over C. Would you say Scoop? Uh, they're asking me why I picked that picture for uh, Eberflus. That's his Wikipedia picture. So that's <laughs> that's how he looks on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think of Eberflus? I don't know. It took too long to figure out Justin Fields should do the things he's good at, but he did figure them out. We see some coaches never figure those things out. I was so, gonna say it took him like a month. You know what I mean? So it's, right. I don't think it was too. too One was a monsoon game. So right, yeah. So I see, like he, but he's still the number one overall pick. It's not like he did a great job. <laughs> uh, so C or D? Like I, I think he's okay. I don't think he's bad. Name hurts. Yeah, Eberflus is t- it, uh, great coordinator name, the Eber the Eberflus. But coach, we'll see. Also, the Bears were literally stripping it down for parts mid season, right? So it's like, yeah, Robert Quinn's out of there, Claypool's out of there, Roquan's out of there, and still, every I feel like I follow a lot of Bears Bulls fans. They're stoked for what they're. I think we'll probably talk that tomorrow. What the Bears can get for that pick, so. I think C is because with all their gripes, it's not like we got to get Eberflus out of there. I don't think he did enough bad sure. to be out of there. I don't know if he showed enough innovative sets to be moved up. So I think C is fine. Who else we got? What about O'Connell? The last, just the last guy there. He negative point differential had the offense humming. Defense was terrible, and that was his only year. Right? That's he's just year one yeah. guy. I would say he and Dayball. Both took over like not good teams, negative point differentials, but both made the playoffs and then played each other in the playoffs. Kevin O'Connor, the highest win percentage. Uh, it might be in NFL history because he's only did it for one year. But 13 and four with the team, we all like we all knew the defense was bad and the offense was still headed by Kirk Cousins and a slow Dalvin Cook. And he's, they got 13 win, like and the, the huge comeback. I'll say I don't think you have that without a coach that the guys are like completely out on. Even if it's Patrick Peterson giving the speech and all that, if they still look over and it's like, man, it's it's doofus, man. We're not coming back from thirty points. So, would B too soon for B? I think so because I, I think Dayball's B, and mm-hmm. I don't think O'Connell's mm-hmm. as good as Dayball because one of them won Coach of the Year. And the other didn't. And they played in the playoffs head to head, and one of them beat the other. So I go Dayball, B, O'Connell. Yeah, I think C. Dayball. Yeah, I think move them both down one. I think Dayball, yeah. B, O'Connell. So he might be head of C, honestly, even yeah, over Stefanski. Because it's like if he, 
like if the Vikings just have another, maybe not 13 wins, but if they just win another 10 or 11, then it's like, okay, yeah, maybe this guy's good. Flores taking over the defense, and even then we talked about just like the personnel they had. I don't know what they could have been expected to do. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, high C, low B. Yeah, C for O'Connell. And yeah, low B for Dayball. Who else we got? What do we do with Brandon Staley? He's just staring right at us. Boys, what do we think we're going to do? I thought, they, I thought that was Philip Rivers. Uh, they do have the same face. They have the same scowl. <laughs> the same uh, gulp. Um, say, what do we think? He, he's good till the numbers come into play. Say C. He's, he's number one overall in EPA. And like by a lot. <laughs> but I don't really know how to include that in the team. Oh, they have 27 nothing? Uh, it's the Jags. On what the Jags, yeah, 27. So, like, that's tough. Like, that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's dude. <tough. laughs> um, I don't know. He, I, I think he'd be like an unbelievable coordinator. He's obviously like he's is a good head coach. Oh, so it's how he got the. He was what the. Where did he come from? Rams. I think it was the where Rams. Where did Staley yeah. come from? Yeah, I think it was the Rams. So I don't like the numbers say he's B. My eyes say he's D. But he's also like if he was doing this for a team that wasn't like is he just cursed by the Chargers? Is he just carrying on tradition? I don't know. Also, they got Joe Lombardi, the offensive coordinator, and I feel like there were more calls for his head than. So you might be on kind of hardball time. It's like, okay, the offensive coordinator's out of there. Like, let's let's see. You got the quarterback. Everybody wants the prototype of. Let's see. And he also played Mike Williams that last game. Literally broke his back. Yeah, that was dumb. He's got to be D. He's just he's dumb. He's deep. He's dumb. He's a doofus. He's a doofus. <laughs> D for doofus tier. That's what Derry Garcia said. Where uh, we go? D or I think it's D or C. Him D, because the guys above him don't make doofus decisions. I mean, Ron Rivera, he doesn't know where he is, but Ron Rivera's earned that right to not know where he is. Brandon <laughs> Staley hasn't done that. He needs two coach of the years first. Exactly, um, exactly. They don't even have the flus looking at the camera. I don't know that I can put him below below the flus. Nah, he got to be better than flus. Has to be. I. I was leaning B. Like I, I think he clears everyone. At B, but I was gonna say as I look at C, I think I'd agree with that. But it's it says more about C than <laughs> right. it does for Brandon State. Or are we bumping right, C down to D and he's C? I mean, I'm, I still think we're, we might have another, but I think we're gonna have like good coordinator, not a good coach. Like for Todd Bowles, for Arthur Smith, for like maybe a couple other guys. It might just be the rest of the team. <laughs> Other be. guys, um, let's we may revisit. Sta let's let's put Staley in C now. But we when we do our, we'll have some time for a recap. We should we'll we may revisit that. Put a pin in that. I was gonna say him and Vrabel when I saw them next to each other felt correct. And but that might mean Vrabel's too high. So that's that's also a possibility too. <laughs> I was gonna say a twenty-seven point lead. I I think it's that's tough. the difference between B and C. It's tough. So yeah, let's go see for now, for now, and we'll put a pin in that. Who's uh? Yeah, we got a little time. I see. It looks like Pete Carroll down bottom. 
Yeah, that's Pete Carroll. A, showed he still got the fastball, could still hit the 90s. Got a ring. Listen, if we're blaming people for blowing 27-point leads, you can't blow double-digit lead. The only other person other than Shanahan to blow a double-digit point lead in the Super Bowl is that man. And then he also had a chance to win the game, and he opted to throw. So that, that feels like it has to weigh here. It does, but you add those leads up, and it's still not 27 point. And like Staley was like, I light work. Oh, um, yeah. Also, wasn't the first round, so that has to weigh also. I'd, well, I anybody with a ring has been at least A, right? That's why I thought, uh, like, just kind of does anybody have a ring that's not A? Uh, Ron Rivera. Does Ron Rivera have, have a ring? ring? Oh, he doesn't have a ring. Mm. But McCarthy and Peyton do. Yeah. Oh, true. So, I've. Before that, I would have had him in uh, retire old man. <laughs> I'm seeing a. I'm not, I, I have him a, but I'm fine with B. Because I think I, I see another a. Somebody just mentioned. I think I think Dougie Peterson. I was just looking for the guys that have a ring. Right. I think Peterson's better. So I would. That that's why I, I think that would be the difference. I think. Right. Yeah. Cal. I mean, like the Seahawks. Both uh, exceeded what people thought of them preseason, but they also, like, kind of fumbled the whole second half. Like, they should have been better once they established who they were, and they, they kind of were wildly inconsistent. Some of that may have been traveling literally to the other side of the planet for the Germany game. <laughs> I'm sure that didn't help. Um, but we also can't throw out all those, like, years in between the Super Bowls and last year. Like, those happened, too. For sure. So let's, yeah, head of B right now for Carroll, and we'll see. who down to one row. Who do we got? Uh, Far left. Do we say scoop? I'm ready to put Dennis Allen, Todd Bowles, both in D tier. Put Arthur Smith say, with them. Yeah, I think those, like, good coordinator. Yeah, coordinator, not a coach. And I think, yeah, I feel like that. I was looking if there was anybody else there. And yeah, it'll it's where the, it's basically D where it's like we know you can be like a champ, almost championship or a really good coordinator, but not a head coach. And they have to they must get Arthur Smith a new Wikipedia picture. <laughs> they simply must. That's how he looks. <laughs> People are saying Dennis Allen is hell. He might be. Bowles might that, be, too. I mean, Bowles kind of stinks. That's why I say, listen, you're a good coordinator. You're not a good coach. But, but I'll say, if we eliminate that row, then put them all in here, yeah, yeah, then yeah, fine man. with it. And yeah, yeah, then just delete that row. <laughs> done. Done and done. Um, <laughs> I see we got Zach Taylor and is that Robert Sala? Yep. Man of color, it must be Robert Sala. Uh, what do we think for these gents? I'm not going to speak on Zach Taylor. I don't like Zach Taylor. Uh, I put him well, well, No, no. Speak. What's the beef? We need to hear all sides for the, for proper well, Cincinnati. Theory. It's Cincinnati scoop. It's, it's he feels like a Joe Burrow merchant. Like I hate to use the term, but <laughs> that man, if he did not have Joe Burrow, of all the coaches here, I feel like Zach Taylor would fall on his face harder than anyone else here. That's just how I feel thought that going into last year and even like halfway through this season because he used to be a, a first 10 plays merchant after that he was like i don't know what's happening in this game 
I do think he was a lot better the second half of this season. And sometimes maybe it just takes guys who would have known you might need more than like 17 games to figure out the job. Uh, he got the Bengals to the damn Super Bowl, man. Joe Burrow. Man, almost, almost back again. Uh, I think he's B. I don't agree. I think he's B. Like, again, to that, because it was like the first few games, and it was like, yeah, no, when when they're in shotgun, it's a run, and or vice versa. And he They figured it out on the fly. I think he said, like, Joe Mixon's not good. And it's like this is our this is like this is the guy we pay. He got to get some type of touches, and like Burrow's good, but the line has been oh, they spent money on it. So it's I think there's something to him ju- adjusting. It's like okay, I can't call these plays. I, if I'm going to give Joe Burrow a chance, I can't have him back there for five seconds every snap. So that's why I would say B. And and as I look at the rest of B, like there's a lot of guys who haven't beat like the doofus allegations in this tier. Like Pete Carroll, a, a historic doofus several times throughout his career. Mike McCarthy's here. Sean Payton. <laughs> Sean Payton, this isn't the first season he had to sit out, by the way. He was suspended <laughs> for a year because of Bounty Gate. So it's like this is it. Dayball had a really good first year, but his career isn't written in stone. So Zach Taylor. Like, Zach Taylor's been better than McDermott for the last two years just based on where they should have gone where they ended up. That's why I think he's B. Like, I think, like, before, probably even last year. Last year, I was like, ah. Like, because there's still something to I feel like, how many times do we see a coach get in the way of, like, a great talent? Like, I'm the star here. So, for him to even be like, no, you know what? He's the star. Joe Burrow's the star. I need to adjust to what he does. That's why I would say B. Like, I, he feels like a, yeah, I take him over all the guys and see, like, no questions asked. And B, you could pick and choose. Like, I'd, I'd take Dayball before him, but I would take him before McCarthy. So, right. I think B is fair. Saying Carroll's not a doofus to a Patriots fan is wild. Like, he coached here, you understand. Like, he's, he's <laughs> a historic doofus his first time. <laughs> historic. Yeah, and then he's got a, a, a doofus moment. Like, if you have a doofus moment for the records, um right it's on the resume <laughs> right 9-11 truth or t- <laughs> there's probably more coaches on here than you think but what are we th- sala and mike mcdaniels i think sala's bet shown more than mcdaniels mcdaniels only had the one year so i didn't see with it. or even new coaches like we we didn't really get a full look at mcdaniels because of the concussions now yeah. some of that is fault maybe but i don't know that we completely know. And he also had those timeout issues with the Bills uh, and the game. So he, he's That's why I, 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 like, I, I think C. I think they've, like he's shown, because again, they were cooking while Tua was there. Then he wasn't, and he hitting the damn vape juice on the sideline. No, they just could not get the plays called to a seventh round rookie. And Whatever happened with Mike Gasicki? Like Mike Gasicki's gonna go to the Bengals or somebody and catch eighty-eight passes <laughs> this year. We're gonna be like, how did how did that happen? Um, Salah, so I, I feel like he's been hired, but yeah, apparently he is on the the seats getting a little warm. That's the Jets, though. They're idiots. Like I, I would love if they fired him because I know they won't hire someone better. I know they won't. Like they, I think Salah's really good. He's been he's had Zach Wilson forced upon him. And they still almost made the playoffs. I was like, I think Salah's good. I really do. It's when I was like, I'll 
I had B in mind at first. I don't know if they've had like the result, but I feel like it, it's trending that way. If if he gets a damn chance, uh, right? I'd be thrilled if he got let go. Not for him, but for <laughs> as a Patriot fan, I'd love if the Jets moved down. I uh, got a worse coach. I said two is not that good. I, the historical numbers he put up when he was healthy and their wins and losses when he started to finish a game say otherwise. So I, I guess we'll see. But I, I think for right now, yeah, C for them both. McDaniel and Sala. Yeah, that's fine. Who's Who are the three we have left there? Uh, Dan Campbell, LaFleur, and Sirianni. What do we think? Stan Campbell B? I don't know. He's... I think he's trending that way. Yeah, yeah. But it's like on the whole, like we we like his get down and all that, but they still started what this year and last year, like one and six or something, like one and five. Yeah. Started slow, picked it up. And I feel like it's trending up, but I C for Campbell. Okay. Low B. I, I was gonna say I don't hate B, but I'm just like if I looked at that, like what could I say to justify he's on the level with even like Vrabel, McDermott, McC with any of the other guys on B? So that's why I would Every, lean C. Everything you said about Stefanski could really be applied to Campbell. Mm -hmm. Like the Lions and the Browns, except are the playoff stuff, but yeah. pretty much the same. Well, they neither coach playoff wins, so it's it's the same. <laughs> Dan ain't coach playoff games because they ain't got there for sure. Yeah, that's like I held that against him. Uh, if he didn't get off to the slow start this year, he wouldn't have needed things to break his way in week 17. The Lions Knee are fun. I like Dan, yeah. yeah, I like Dan Campbell, but I don't, I don't know that like he's not better than LaFleur, he has not proven that he's better than. I think Scoob's going to want to put LaFleur in, in the box right now with Lizzie. No, no, I'm going to be fair to LaFleur. Where, where's LaFleur? <laughs> I was going to say... I think he's A or B. Yeah, I was going to say A tier. I was going to say A tier. He's wrangling a druggie every day of his life. What can he do? And even this year, like, they were still the last game, which they lost to their credit against the Lions. Um, but they had every reason to throw in the towel, what, like 10 games in? Yeah, and mm -hmm. still fall. And every other year they've won what, like 13, 14 games, like first round by caliber stuff. So yeah, the A or B for Lafleur, I'm fine with A. Yeah, just a, a friend of the program, Justice Mosqueda, always tweets out, and he did so less in the middle of this year because it was getting hot. But he has to lose like 80 straight games to be worse than Belichick for winning percentage career. Like that's just how many he stacked so off the bat. Uh, so it's like if Kevin O'Connell does this six straight years, that's what LaFleur's right. basically done. Yeah. That's fair. And we saw, boy, that defense wasn't on nothing no. this year. So it's a wonder they won as many games as they did, I think. I mean, he put his neck on the line for Joe Brady, so if that defense is bad again, we won't be talking about him next year. We will never hear his name again. <laughs> and then who's that? Sirianni? Mm. Yeah. yeah. See, he's what, two years? Two playoff bar two times they've exceeded like the like comfortably exceeded the preseason expectations for him. Got to the Super Bowl. Where you say Is he better than LaFleur? Is he is he the exact same as Zach Taylor? I think he's better than Zach Taylor. Just in terms of what they've accomplished, I, I don't necessarily yeah. disagree, but if we're just looking resume, they were both hired the same offseason, right? 
Um, is that two nope. year guys or is Taylor longer? Taylor's longer. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Can we see the um? You have the Wikipedia chart. That should tell like just how many game or when they were hired. Twenty nineteen. Uh, okay. So for Taylor and. Where? Way up here. Yeah. All right. 2021. So, yeah, two years apart. Sirian is winning yeah, 68% of his games. B? A? What does it say? Yeah, Sirianni A, LaFleur B, says my man. People are going to hold the, the Super Bowl against him, but that's one game and he barely lost. Maybe the best quarterback and one of the best coaches of all time. So, yeah, I don't. I don't really hold that against. Hey, they got held against Carroll. <laughs> I said we have half of these A or B tier guys over Danny Campbell. Like going forward, I mean A, yeah. Harbaugh, uh, Harbaugh, Dan Campbell. I might have to make a decision. Oh, that's. I mean, Dan Campbell's very fun, and likable, which you can't say for really any of these other coaches. Uh, Harbaugh's resume it was way better than Dan Campbell's. Who would you rather have going forward for the same exact team? Scoop? Uh, I'd probably rather have Harbaugh. I mean, Harbaugh hasn't uh, started a season like one in six back-to-back years, you know? Like, imagine if, imagine if Dan Campbell could have a whole consistent year instead of being the late-season darling every year, you know? That's, I'm hoping we see that this year. Um, that's why I say I think he's trending up, but yeah, I don't know how we can put him. Let I think it's everybody. Let's. I mean, Harbaugh would have beat the yeah. Bengals this year if Huntley didn't try and windmill from the seven yard line. Like, <laughs> I mean, a fact. But if we get into, if not for this one play, things will be no, Shanahan. Sure. Shanahan sure. will be S triple plus <laughs> for uh, sure. No, no doubt. But I do think people are lower on, including like the Ravens as an organization. Cause wasn't it like last year, they just gave him a new deal after being like, we might kill him. Like we might, it was, we it was might like a one year deal. Of <laughs> uh, okay. Let's review. I think our S is, I think we're good. Let's see. It's just, yeah. Belichick and Reed. I think it's fair. A Tomlin, Shanahan, is that LaFleur, McVeigh, Peterson, Sirianni, Harbaugh. Any gripes with A? No, I like A. I th- I still think Tomlin might be S, though. I still think he might be S. But I'll, I'll take I him. I think Harbaugh might be D, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like LaFleur, over some of these guys, I wouldn't, but... I mean, he's won, what, 70% of his game? Over like five, yeah. four or five years? So it is... I think A is fine. Um, B, we got Carol Dayball, Sean Payton, Zach Taylor, Mike McCarthy. That, that's what we're definitely getting yelled at the most. Um, McCarthy, B, McDermott, and Vrabel. Any gripes there? I don't know if Mike McCarthy's B. I think he's, I think he's C. I think he's just the perfect C. Uh, then we got to slide... Peyton down as we saw they're the same guy i was gonna say again i don't <laughs> and one guy hasn't been thrown out of the league for cheating <laughs> <laughs> packers fans wish he was but um... <laughs> yeah i'm fine with them b or c but i do wherever they are i have to be to get like if they stay b i'm fine with that because they're they can't be a tears difference i don't think <laughs> the same guy yeah uh, 
I might be flirting and harassment. I might be crazy for this, but do we bump those guys down and put the Vikings coach and Dan Campbell up? Both have better resumes than those guys, so I, I don't think moving them down is that bad of an idea. But I don't know. I'll just say how I, the I, other guys are better. Yeah, I would. I, if you want to say same level is fine, then I'm fine with that. Because uh, I definitely see the yeah. argument that they're mediocre. I don't disagree with that. I think they're right. What put them here? If anything, I would. The guy I was thinking about sliding down was honestly McVeigh. Like he's as accomplished Ooh. as those two. He's just younger, uh, and he's. Either of those guys give a fuck about what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, they're very focused on the job, uh, unlike <laughs> McVeigh. Nah, I would still. I, if I'm looking like going forward, I would take him over to either one of those guys though comfortably. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, the ring gets you out of C to B, but it's a it's shaky ground. Peyton and McCarthy, like again, McCarthy calling the plays this year. Peyton coming back, so we will see. We will see what tier you you end up. See, we got was that McConnell, Campbell, Stefanski, Rivera, Sala, McDaniel, Ibraflus, Frank Reich, Staley. Yeah. Did anybody move up or down? Mm, no, I don't hate it. I like. It. I think Staley might have a case for back end B. I was gonna say I like Staley and Sala better than really everyone else here, um, but I just don't know how much more. I don't like Staley more than I don't like him enough to put him in B <laughs> at all. I think it's fair. He's definitely deserved the hate. Like it's very deserved. I don't say yeah. Should McConnell be B then? I'd still have him behind Dave. Like Dave Ball's higher in the B tier, but thirteen and four or six might just be fine. Yeah. If there was gonna be a guy who like we look back on this in a year from now that it's like wait why were we so high on someone it would be McConnell if we put that's why I think C is. Fair. After one year, yeah. Um, then we got new coaches, TBD, D'Amico, Steichen, and Gannon. And then Hell, McDaniels, Dennis Allen, Todd Bowles, Arthur Smith. I think Staley think might got... be Hell, to be honest. <laughs> Listen, 27-0 is hard to stomach. Tree is making fired. good points. I think he gets fired in this season, but we'll see. We'll see. There's a couple guys in C who might, like, right or wrong. And, right. and he probably leans more towards right than some of the other guys. C's got a good blend of young guys, guys who might get fired, and guys who just, like Frank Reich, guys who were fired. <laughs> and Frank Reich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, every for however you feel about the guys on B, I don't think any of those guys are in like, oh, he's on the hot seat. Like, Vrabel, they had a bad year. Um, everybody else, I don't know, if, right or wrong, but... Oh, McCarthy lives on the hot seat. <laughs> it's Jerry Jones. Like, once you get in, the day you get the job, the seat is hot. It's Jerry Jones. Um, <laughs> I think we got it right. I think everyone on the internet will agree that we got it right, that we were very fair to their favorite teams, and that we watched ball. So that'll do it for us. We're thankful to chat to Brother Roby to YC behind the scenes. Thank you to the McMahon. Thank you to school for pushing our buttons. If we could get a thumbs up on the YouTube, please and thank you. Subscribe so you can chat with the gang tomorrow, and we'll catch everybody tomorrow.